The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, Exactware, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Hey, thank you for choosing GeekShowPodcast.com. Go to our website, click on the merch button, buy a shirt, support the show, watch some videos. While you're there, say thank you to the sponsors that make this show possible each and every week. First of all, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake. Go in and talk to the guys that work there. Ask them questions. It's a judgment-free zone for newbies and old-timers who want to start up again. 2043 East, 3300 South. They're open seven days a week. Or go to drvolts.com. See you next Wednesday. Also want to thank Cabin Fever, embracing your inner meek, geek, and freak for over 34 years in Salt Lake City. Visit them at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, located in the heart of Trolley Square. It's Cabin Fever. Also, Geek Show fans, if you've got a legal problem or question, attorney Ryan J. Bichelle will fight to protect your legal rights. Contact attorney Ryan J. Bichelle and mention Geek Show for a special fan discount, 801-612-9505, or visit rjb-law.org. Also, Salt Lake Gaming Con, June 2nd through the 4th at Southtown Expo Center. Experience tournaments, demos, cosplay, thousands of gamers, and hundreds of games to play, including free demos from Microsoft and PlayStation. SaltLakeGamingCon.com has your tickets. Go and see them. Again, thank you for uh, GeekShowPodcast.com. Thank you for downloading and listening, and thank you for being a friend of the program. On with the show. We'll uh, we'll start with a letter. That would not equal naked. No. If you suck Jeff Johns's dick, you get to write a book. Always. Somebody's gonna take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Marinate your I brain on this. Yep. It's just a show. Yes. I should really just relax. Hit nice vagina as much as you can. I want like three thousand nice vaginas. And copy and paste that shit. So you don't have to type it so many times. Yeah. Just yeah. Paste, 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 paste. Okay. Just hold your iPod right. at two o'clock. You will not hear Shannon. GeekShowPodcast.com And welcome back to the basement. Woohoo! We're back in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels right. There's so much more oxygen here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not allergic to this. The air is thin up there, isn't it? (gasps) But man, it's thin. I I miss that room and those people just doing whatever you want. Isn't that cool? uh, The service up at Stein Erickson is the shit. Oh, yeah. Dude, they had superhero cookies. I felt like I was drunk for three days. I think that that's because you were. You guys that was that? That, no, that was our friend uh, Dan Bullard, who's yeah. one of the head honchos up there. He, he's a fan of the show, and so he had the superhero and Star Trek and Star Wars cookies made for well, us. What Thank the you. fuck? No, I that, was, that was your wife. No, no, that no. was all Dan Bullard. What? Thanks, Dan. Yes. Thanks, Dan. Wow, he's the man. They were delicious Harrison's too. Shit, yeah. they were good. I ate Bruce Wayne's face. They were buttery. <laughs> <laughs> Mine were Star Treks. Well, I had a Star Trek one too. I had two Star Treks. I ate that red one first. Yeah, I thought the hot tub was cool, and then I got in the the actual tub in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I was going to save which him. was about the size of the table that we record at. Yep, I just kind of floated in there and let the jets just do their <laughs> job. Their on it. I was going to wrap him in cellophane and save him, and then I got home and Smokey knocked over the bag and ate two of them. Motherfucker! I got that dog, man. Uh, he don't give a fuck. He's fourteen he, years old. I think he's a reincarnated like nineteen forties mobster. Right. He's like, hey, hey, give me the cookie, see? Meh, see, meh. I can't hear shit. I don't care, see? <laughs> I think he can hear too. I think he just doesn't give a shit. Uh, no, because I come home and I wake that dog up. Like he'd be like laying there asleep. Smokey is—I inherited him from my ex-wife. Uh, He's—I guess he's my dog too. But um, <laughs> he's this little Chihuahua mix. 
and he was a, he was feral when we got him. He was a fucking maniac. I remember that. Oh yeah, he was just like ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he would flip out at the, just the slightest yeah. things, man. He would just <laughs> just exactly that sound. Right? You just went. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, now I come home and like I come home from work and I open up the door, and uh, Tilly comes walking up, but he doesn't. Yeah. I walk in, he's he's asleep on the couch. It's like my favorite thing to wake him up. I go, I go, hey! And I poke him, he wakes up. Gah! Oh, hey! Is there his tail? Oh, it's you. He immediately reaches for his hearing aids and puts them in like, Ugh. Excuse me. Yeah, my, a rough day, see? My, my chihuahua's hit about 11, and he's he's starting to go crazy. Because no. I'll, I'll be laying there in bed, and I'll put my hand down within a foot of him, and I hear this. Oh, like, uh, oh, uh, the, the devil hand come to get you? Ripley did that this morning to, really? to Sue. Oh. Yeah. Because she, you know, she maneuvers between my legs on the bed and, and sleeping. And Sue was getting up to go to the gym. Yeah. And and so she goes, she goes up and says, oh, Ripley, I'm going to go now. I get him farting, at, or not farting, but barking at farts. Because if you, if, you, if you have like a scary fart and the dog's like, ah! <laughs> I get it. And my farts are terrifying. Sometimes my when my wife gets out of bed and she goes in the other room, I try to try to have a little disc- discreet gas off, yeah. but it doesn't work when the dogs are like, ah, ah. <laughs> my, uh, my dog drama right now is that cat broke the light switch in our closet down in our basement, where, you know, and uh, so it doesn't work. So the only way we can get light is that we screw in the light bulb and unscrew it like that, you mm-hmm. know? So obviously I don't want the light on all the time, so I unscrew it. So, but Flynn loves taking shits in the closet. Oh, yes, he does. Just loves it. So now I have to like shuffle my feet in oh. in the dark just so I don't hit a turd. And then turn on the light and go, ah, there's the turds, you know. Like, uh, you and I let him out. People you, are like, do you let him out a lot? I'm like, oh, no. I do. No, that dog's had a lot. I know. Have you considered just, just keeping just like, the garage? He's just a prick. Keeping no, the, the closet door shut so he can't poop in I, it? I started that yesterday. Oh, the, the, yeah. That's the, the thing, first thing I was going to Now he's going to shit on my couch or my right, bed. It's just or, like you don't know where he's going to shit. <laughs> it could. The thing I've heard from a lot of people who've had that problem is it could actually be his food. Oh. He's on diet food. It might because he's a be fat fucker. It might be the diet food. It could be just the food that he's eating is causing him to have some incontinence. But I don't know. Or he just likes shitting in your closet. I think he's just a dick. <laughs> just an asshole. <laughs> when Smokey so shits inside, he does it in the place that's the hardest for me to get to. <laughs> he's I, like, I call his little shit cave. He goes all the way back. You know, there's that weird like little overhang thing in my that goes from my kitchen to the. Oh yeah. Yeah, and there's that chair there. He goes all the way into the back corner and takes a poop in there, and then I have to crawl my big ass in there. <laughs> get it. Makes my, me so mad. My dogs are little, and I keep trying to tell them, look, there's a cat bigger than you, and she poops in a box. Did you guys ever think of that? And they're like, no. Hey, do you have treats? <laughs> <laughs> all right, enough of that dog talk. What the yeah. fuck is this? Welcome to dog talk. Welcome to dog talk. Nothing like dog talk. Welcome to NPR's dog talk. I'm Marco Warman. This is dog talk. <laughs> Welcome to the world I'm Doug Fabrizio Let's talk about this notion Of dogs shitting in the corner What is this all about? Shannon Barnson Tell me more about that Oh my dog shits in the corner (laughs) Doug See you're lucky Mine's just in the Like it's just random Yeah It sounds like his diet I'm an expert on dogs, by the uh, way. It sounds like it. Yeah, everything. <laughs> Here I he is. Thanks, no Cesar. Dogs. Here he is, an yeah. expert on dogs. Yeah. Lee George Cade, everyone. Hi, Marco Warman. This is the world. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <So. laughs> where, can, where can we find you? Uh, right now, uh, in your basement. All right. <laughs> um, you know, you, listener, right now, I'm yes. in your basement. Uh, geez, uh, Fresh Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, uh, Sweet 201, and uh, also on Geek Show Fit. Haven't been on there as much because I'm going to say this. Gently, people, 
If you're holding on to shit because you think it might be valuable someday, <laughs> it won't. It's not. Uh, that stuff that you're holding on to because you might be able to use it later, you can't. Yeah. Unless, Get rid of it. Yeah, unless it's land. Unless it's land. Hold on to that. <laughs> or money. Uh, your your collection of... Or no, no. I've, I've got money that's useless. I've got... I've got you got the space uh, money. Hundred, well, not, yeah, there's that. I've got space hundreds, money. hundreds of thousands of marks from Germany that the governments that issued them don't exist anymore. Well, America will live forever. Yes, of course it will. In our <laughs> yeah. hearts and our minds. Thanks, under, Trump. Under <laughs> President <laughs> Trump. Yeah. And our We're going to make it better. So I'm just saying, right now, look at the stuff. This is coming from a guy who just got rid of his beloved Star Wars action figure collection that he's been hauling around from place to place since he was nine years old. I just gave it away because I don't want to deal with it anymore. Mm. I, I, I kind of want to get to a point where I've got some books that I love, and I've got my computer, and I've got my drawing supplies. I think that's all I need because, I, I'm seriously, we just had the house appraised. It's, it's 3,200 square feet. It's that big. Yeah. And it was pretty much, as Jimmy knows... Floor to ceiling bullshit, <laughs> and we've been dealing with floor to ceiling. Well, there was bu- some fun bullshit in there. Oh, I found all kinds of fun bullshit. I mean, seriously, but is that but, where your bullshits uh, just all over the house, uh, not in the closet? I tried like to, Jimmy's I tried dog. to train my bull. But, so, so I'm just saying for for your children or whoever else you have in your life that might be going through your stuff when you when you move on, whether it's today or next year or in forty years, just make it easier on them. Just get rid of it now. Just get rid of it. Share it. Give all it right. away. Sell it. Whatever. Live a Spartan life. Be happy. Enjoy your life. Don't worry about all the rest of the shit because it's just shit. This message from Frisch Compassionate Eatery. Yes. <laughs> yes, because that's not a possession you hold on to. You eat it, and then later on, you digest it. Yeah. <laughs> Let it go. I, yeah. I, I was looking at like your situation, and I look at my parents. My parents have like some collections of like you know my dad collects antique radios that are worth money like that so like not i anymore. can't just, oh they are they yeah are. that's what we were told about the stamp sets for 40 years <laughs> well he should sell well, he, them now then when he they're is worth selling money. Them. Like, okay. not all of them but like yeah. like i can't just walk in there and go dumpster you know yeah. like it, i'm that's what i'm l- not looking forward to it no <laughs> no and it's like i was telling carrie earlier we, we we have stacks of papers because uh rachel's grandmother held on to every piece of correspondence ever sent to her for 92 years it's not that bad uh, it's it's like you know seriously like fifteen dressers full of of letters right yeah. so uh, I get to a point where we're not even done sorting them anymore I'm just burning shit in the backyard yeah and so Rachel dumps a box into the fire and it goes clunk and I'm like oh fuck so I'm reaching through the fire and you know it's it's gold plated coins from East <laughs> Germany oops sure. like okay well now we have to be careful about the boxes of shit we throw yeah. in the fire but. Seriously, folks. It all goes back to what my dad taught me as a kid, and I'm sure you guys learned it too. And I was like, "Hey, Dad, this this Star Wars figure is worth a hundred bucks because the Wizard magazine says so." And he goes, Mm -mm. "Yeah, no, yeah, it's worth a hundred bucks if a guy gives you a hundred dollars, right? Then it's worth a hundred bucks." No, we've been told. (laughs) My my wife has been told since she was a teeny tiny little girl, Opa's stamp collection is worth so much money. Yeah, no, not really. No, not unless you find that one guy who's like, I'll give you a yeah. lot of money yeah. for yeah. it. Yeah, but in the meantime, his obsessive hoarding of every stamp he came across his entire life led to a refrigerator-sized box of stamps that I can't sort, and a guy was willing to give me 20 bucks for. Oh. Well, not really. I mean, it was more than that, but yeah. still. Did you give it to him? Huh? Did you sell it? Well, I sold him the stuff that was worth much more than that. <laughs> but the big refrigerator-sized box of stuff? It's like it's like your long box of comics that you haven't looked at in fifteen years. Yeah. yeah. And if you own any comics that are newer than say nineteen eighty, they're worthless anyway. No, it's yeah. True. Yeah. Let them go. Yeah. I've got I've got a <laughs> stack did. about maybe four feet high, and I I've been trying to find a place to just give them to because I just don't. You know, I'm not going to read them. I'm told you. Let me go through. 
Oh yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or uh, take them down to the Watchtower. Watchtower does a great thing. They they package up the comics. Uh, this is a Watchtower on State Street, nice mm-hmm. little coffee shop. Yeah, they'll they'll do a grab bag of comics, so you can pick up a you know. And I I did that with a lot of my comics that I couldn't give to an elementary school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. a lot of Hellboy and whatnot. It's like just do what you will with them, guys. Yeah. And that way I know they live on. So well, then right. Shannon can have first dibs, and I'll take them to Watchtower. Yeah. I've got a stack I need to take down. Yep. Woo. Uh, here he is. He's worth at least a hundred dollars to me, Jimmy Martin. <laughs> <laughs> at least a hundred. Wow. At least hundred. All right. At least. Nice. Apparently I have a publicist. <laughs> Olaf, you assholes. <laughs> can I, what? Can I get a receipt? You get two Jimmy Martins for that. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> There's enough Jimmy to Sorry, go around. This is my comp money. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. All right. Where, where can we find you, Jimmy? Uh, apparently not a, with... Uh, you got to talk to Olaf. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> go through Olaf. What does Olaf sound like? Did you guys do a voice? It sounds like the Swedish chef. Yeah. Not like a Swede, dummy. Here's to Jimmy Martin. Let's see if Mr. Martin's available. He's a busy man today. I just... I just... I liked the idea of Shannon going, Hey, Jimmy! And Olaf standing in your driveway going, let me see if yeah, I... Let me, yell, to let me yell at Mr. Martin for you. Mr. Martin! Mr. Martin. <laughs> Not only am I a fucking asshole with a PR rep, I'm also an asshole who doesn't let the PR rep in my house. He oh, just no, stands no. in the driveway. Well, he doesn't want to yeah. step on the post. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> no. He's like... He's like that guy on um, <laughs> on Silicon Valley. Yep. Yeah. Strangely enough, your show. dog didn't start pooping in the closet until mm-hmm. Olaf came along. Uh, you can catch me on KSL. Big movie mouth off. That's why I wasn't available. I'm sorry. No. No, Olaf said otherwise. <laughs> Probably did. <laughs> uh, on the Arrow, on Geek Show, on the Mediocre Show, and Slug Magazine. I believe that's everything. All right. Yeah. Mr. Martin, the dog has taken a shit in, <laughs> in the bathtub again. You're turning Scottish, what's Olaf. Fu- what, what's funny is that Cat complains that he shits in the and shits best and in the best tub, and I'm like, no, that's like training. Like I love it. Yeah, easier, just, easier to clean up there. Yeah, just pour a surface. turd, throw it in, in the toilet, and then yeah. spray it off. Yep. Put a kitty litter box bubbles in, there. in there. Here he is crawling into the corner to clean up. <laughs> Shannon Barnes and everyone. How many more wake ups? I think by the time this goes on, I'm fucking You're done. done. You're hey done. Yeah. Oh, you are? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is it. Fuck. And if he, if he's not, all the kids at the seven have already Thank checked out. God. <laughs> <laughs> How many kids did you murder? Oh, I don't know. Probably at least one. <laughs> <laughs> I know which one, too. <laughs> Every year. There's always one. Uh huh. Yeah? Jimmy came and hug- he hung out with me like. Two for like for like two hours. It was like so. two hours. Like I, I surprised his. Okay, oh, oh, we have to talk about this. The cupcakes. So Kat and I wanted to bring uh, Shannon's Seven uh, Eleven employees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cupcakes because apparently Seven Eleven tests really hard. Uh, yeah. Seriously, over fifty hours of testing. I'm not yeah. joking. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, let's bring him cupcakes. And then shit got busy. Cat's out of town. I was out of town. I was. And then Cat uh, was gonna. As of we do this now, she's still out of town. And by the time she gets back, it'd be over. And so. I was like, I'll just do it myself, you know. So I went to Smith's, bought thirty cupcakes, regular sized cupcakes, you know, nothing okay. crazy, not like a fucking ten pound cupcake. I walk in and the lady's like, "Oh yeah, you just need to sign this, but you can't give those cupcakes to the school. Those cupcakes to the- are too big. They're too big for the Seven Eleven. For the Seven Eleven. Wow. And I go, uh, what? And she's like, Yeah, you have to get the smaller ones, like shot size, you know. The, and I the go, mini cupcakes. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a. It's, it's a new a, it's, policy. It's a new law. Yeah. It's a new policy. Probably it's the like fight nutrition. obesity. Yeah, right. Like the one cupcake a month where the kid brings in a goddamn cupcake. Mm. Yeah. Like it matters, right? <laughs> when they go home and they eat a whole bag of fucking hot 
Cheetos. Well, uh, you, know, <laughs> my, you know what I mean? My um, wife, they drink a gallon of soda. Before we opened Fresh, my wife you, was a nutritionist for the 7-Eleven. And uh, here's the interesting thing. The nutrition program at the 7-Eleven is not the best. So fighting the problems with nutrition <laughs> with cupcakes... That's not the right, first step. The <laughs> first step is getting rid of these Reagan-era ideas of what constitutes Oh, no, their food, food. is yeah, terrible. And that's the thing. They actually will confiscate. Like, uh, parents will bring in cupcakes, and they will t- take the cupcakes and not let them, like, hand them out. Well, I had to go back to Smith's like an asshole and be like, now, well, apparently I, now, these are the legal thing. cupcakes. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> I would have told you. If I would have known you were brought in cupcakes. Meet them at the back I'm ter- door. I, God, I'm going to get fired someday. From the south? <laughs> I tell the kids. I was like... I don't like that rule. Just bring your cupcakes in a duffel bag. Just don't tell anybody. We'll pass them out. <laughs> a duffel bag. I seriously, I pass out contraband well, cupcakes all the time. Why don't you? If I, if I would have known you were bringing the, yeah. if, if I would have known that you were bringing this full size, I would have been like, you gotta stop by my room first. Yeah, come through the side door. Yeah, you come through the side door. <laughs> Kids, well, we're going on a field trip to Mr. Martin's van. It's like picking up shit at the back of a truck. <laughs> Maybe what you should have done. Is that the done. name of the episode? Contraband, Contraband Cupcake. 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 Contraband Cupcake. Oh, nice. I just wrote it down. <laughs> Spell it with K's. What you could have done maybe <laughs> is uh, take back the regular size one and buy three times as many small ones and just give each kid three or four yeah. mini cupcakes, which I'm is equal to effort. one. <laughs> but it's uh, just to spite the man. But the, who's the best house? We're sitting there, and I go, yeah, they can only have like the cupcake shots. And this kid Jason goes, Ah, uh, uh, shots, shots get you drunk. I know what shots are. Shots get you drunk, Mister B. <laughs> I'm like, ah, uh, it's a different but time. You sat there for two hours, and you uh, kind of looked at me after a while because towards the end, it's just like babysitting. I'm not going. Oh yeah. And uh, you kind of looked. Do you at know me what that's like, like, Carrie? Well, I I have stories. He's like, babysat a few times. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy kind of looked at me and goes. No wonder you're so goddamn grumpy right now. <laughs> Why you're so tired when you come home? Yeah. No, I don't speak in schools anymore. I don't know. I was just referring to the podcast. Oh well, there's that. <laughs> no, I loved like the Towards one time the you end, came and talked like to my. I got you to come talk to a class, and the kids were like asking questions. Is it true that you hate children? <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> Someone asked oh, you, you that. You yeah. went there because I told them. Oh, I oh he know. hates children. Yes. <laughs> But there, are, but there are no children at Lucky 13 no, every Wednesday night. No, on Wednesday night. nights, uh, our 300th is coming up. Super, really? Yeah. Super soon. I'm going to try to get some super cool sponsors and prizes and shit. Oiled cool. up Because I've got time. Uh, my goal is uh, this year is I'll get some better prizes for the pub quiz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start doing DDP yoga. Hey, there you go. Or not. And Diamond, Diamond cutter. cutter. Thank you. And uh, probably going to start working for a political campaign here in town. Really? Ooh, look yeah. at you go. Yeah. I didn't look know you were you. a Herbert supporter. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe you can, you can have uh, Hatch find which meetings he's attended and not. <laughs> Maybe you could get Todd Weiler to confess that he likes porn. Um, <laughs> loves it so much. Loves it so much he wants it to get blocked so he can get right. some work done. Well, that way he, <laughs> well, he can't get any work done. He's, he's like, I'm going to pull my dick off. <laughs> oh, he said, I, I'm doing this because I know somebody who can't. Who can't go to work because and, of the porn. And, and I'm like, Todd, just stay off the internet. Yeah. It'll be fine. My but, dick is chafed. <laughs> it hurts, folks. Uh, thank you. Uh, Wednesday nights. Uh, 8 Wednesday nights. 30-ish. 8.30, but get there at 8. The fucking place is busy. Don't cry yes. to me. You'll get a, and it's baseball it's, season. It's, it's like so. people just that walk in at the start, like right when a really popular movie starts, when there's not the reserved seating. And they go, where's your fucking seat? Well, fuck, get here early. Yeah. 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 Yeah, see? Yeah. Here he is, the <laughs> producer and designated driver of the program, Quad T. Hey, guys. 
You're getting to like ZZ Top mode with that beard. It's growing it's out. It's growing. Some... Yeah. I keep a good, uh, you know, beard oil what's or a, pomade on there every what, day. What's the goal with the beard? What I don't have a goal. No plans? Just, just rolling with it? Just rolling with I it. I did that it one happen. here. Remember my beard got really... Yeah. He's going to turn into a giant I red keep, bush. I, I keep the neck shaved. Course, as you should. You as you should. Keep as, as, you you don't as a beardsman, I'd yeah. say you always want to do that. And then I keep the mustache under control, too. because. Because as you do. yeah, whiskers on the upper lip—that's a no-fly zone right there. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to Beard Talk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm Doug Fabrizio, and welcome. What is this notion of beards? <laughs> I, I hear, I hear your dog. Stay hot in the summer. Fuck you. Shut up. You don't know anything. I hear your, I hear your dog's been pooping in the corner of your beard. Uh, yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> side right here under under Ooh, the lip. Right there. Oh. Right there. <laughs> Uh, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the other podcast I do, The Gadget Spot. We're on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Stitcher! Right. Woo! Thank you very much. Well, his dog scared the shit out of me earlier. It's our host, Carrie Jackson. Oh, hey. She's getting so grumpy in her old age. Uh, <laughs> Monday, through Friday, <laughs> Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. at x96.com. x96.com. Uh, this podcast, a uh, few things. First of all, uh, we are on Stitcher, iTunes, and now on Google Play. What? So if you prefer the Google Play, mm-hmm. we're there. Just mm-hmm. whenever you look for us, it's one word, Geek Show. Geek all right? Show. Not two. Not two words. Different one show. word. Uh, I prefer Stitcher myself, but that's me. Uh, and, geek- and we're on the YouTubes, too, aren't we? We're on the YouTube. We have our YouTube. That's another one, Geek Show, one word, Geek Show mm-hmm. Podcast. Uh, usually Excitable James gets a video up every about, about every Thursday. Mm-hmm. So, uh, look, thank you, James. Uh, we're on the YouTube. Uh, we're on the Twitter, the Facebook, and the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Excitable James is in charge of the Instagrams. And we just ask that whenever you use your social medias to communicate or send a message, you uh, hashtag Geek Show Podcast. Right. W- one, word. one word. Hashtag Geek Show Podcast. And then if you wanted to support this fine show? Yes. Is there a way to do that? Merchandise. All the money from the T-shirt sales go to all y'all. Right, and even though one day, <laughs> one one asshole out there thinks that's a bad idea, well, fuck you. you I got don't a, care. You got a job. Yeah. I just I just uh, turn tricks on the corner and profit from geek shows. Somebody complained about it. Nah, I was Never. like, uh, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't buy it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's that easy. Uh, and uh, there's some special shirts coming. Ooh, uh, we'll know more in a moment. It's it's yeah. the same. It's the Maybe same thing. Maybe by the end of this episode, we'll it's know. the same thing we said when the shitty Age of Ultron figures came out. We're like, well, you don't like them, don't I, buy them. I didn't buy yep. them. All right, vote with your when, dollars. When does this episode come out? Uh, the sixth of June. Ah, then if that's six, the case, because six, that's why I thought that we were a week before. Uh, before you tune off, uh, at the end of this episode, you will hear me interview the cast of Now You See Me Too. Ooh, so that's Woody so Harrelson Woody. and Mark Ruffalo together, and Lizzie Kaplan. Now and uh, and Dave Franco. I liked that first movie. Should I be excited for the second one? Here's the thing. What's funny about this this franchise is a lot of people are like, mm-hmm. "Now you see me too." Wait, what was that again? I'm like, "It's that magician heist yeah. movie." And they go, "Oh yeah." And this is like 90 percent of the time. And then their immediate reaction is, "They're making a sequel." <laughs> and I go, "Yeah, yeah." They, it, they finished it. It made some money. Mm-hmm. So uh, it. It's all right. It, if it, you like the so first one, saying? it's just as good as the first one. Okay. So oh, I didn't, I'll check that, it out. That's not as catchy as even better than the first one. No, it's better than the original. Better than the original. Yeah. Hashtag Jimmy Martin. Boom. So, so that's yeah. at the end of this episode. It's two, baby. Yeah. It's two. Um, <laughs> also, uh, don't forget that the uh, the folks you heard do our theme song at the beginning, the Beam Me Up Scotties yeah. are their name, and they got their new album, Boldly Going Nowhere. Display that, would you? Thank you. Uh, uh, they yeah. will be playing June 11th at Kamikazes in Ogden. Go see them. And uh, then next month, July 2nd, at the Beehive Social Club with the B-Sharps. 
Wow. Ooh. The ska band, the B-Sharp. Well, that's, these guys, uh, the Beam Me Up Ska Tees, will be doing the uh, theme song until about three weeks from now when my new band does uh, the, the new song. What's your band's name? Uh, the Ben Folds Five for Fighting. Oh. oh. Sounds Shut pretty, up, Lee. Sounds pretty mellow. Lee, God damn it. Uh, before we <laughs> Lee, you're better than that. No. We get None of us are better than that, Shannon. Come on. He's got a point. Uh, before we get into some... Well, I'm a dad. We'll save that, we'll save that, that for part two. That was a dad <laughs> That was awfully dad of you, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Uh, good news. <laughs> I did not tell you. I have two children. I guess it's not your goddamn business now. Good news. <laughs> I like you've, all, you've all been waiting for this, yeah. I know. You've been clamoring for another Puppet Master movie. Oh, I just, fuck! Are is you it Puppet Master? <laughs> is it Puppet Master versus Evil Toys 2? You guys, you guys are really interested in this? Uh, Shannon and I used to get really stoned and watch we Puppet Master. All those, <laughs> we get so high and watch all those blue movies. We go to we go to that we go to that uh, we go to that all night video store that was opened by the Chili's on Fourth South. That one movie puppet, buffs. That movie one puppet buffs. with like the fedora. Yeah. yeah. Or, oh, with the blades on his hand. Yeah. yeah. So we go we go to we'd go to movie buffs baked half out of our head and we'd be like, oh, what are we gonna watch? Yeah, oh, remains of the day. No, we need Puppet Master Six. Guys, <laughs> got any new um, blue? Mo- uh, yeah. Movies. Well, I, I okay. I'll, I'll read the whole story then for you. <laughs> isn't it, isn't it weird when your joke gets taken oh, seriously and you're like, all of a sudden, oh, that, that wasn't a joke. That was serious. Got, he's like the big guy who's got the teeny tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was cool. No, I really yes. do want to see Kazam too. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I no, <laughs> nope. Is I'm it a reboot right? or a I couldn't get that stone? Well, wait, wait. Let me read. I d- honestly didn't read the story. I thought, <laughs> I thought we'd just go as far as. You don't want that and move along, but there it is. Oh, no. I'll watch it. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'll start smoking pot again. <laughs> indie, <laughs> indie. Well, it is from the start. ground. Uh, indie director S. Craig Zoller, who is quoted, Bone Tomahawk, it says here. What? Oh, no, 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 no. That was uh, with Kurt Russell. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, uh, mm. he, he is. <laughs> <laughs> is that a good movie? Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you have it? Uh, I don't think so. He has I signed, think I had to rent it. He has signed on to bring back the franchise to the screen. The project is a co-production between D. Bonaventura Pictures, yeah, Transformers, yeah, yeah. Caliber Media, Bone yeah. Tomahawk. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, the report, the storyline for Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich. Because <gasps> they were made by a Nazi toy maker. Nazi the, littlest. <laughs> the Littlest Reich. Oh, jeez. Yes. That sounds like the worst Disney ride ever. Yeah. yeah. Follows a... <laughs> A recently divorced young man who discovers a mint-conditioned doll in his deceased brother's closet. <laughs> it's like they're at my house. Yeah. He, <laughs> he tries to sell it at a toy convention, but then all hell breaks loose when the puppets at the event come to yeah. life and go on a killing spree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At a toy event! Yeah, yeah. Yes. So like at a Comic-Con. Uh, yeah. But this is described as a brand new take uh-huh. on the classic horror series. Uh, he says, uh, quote, as a child of the 80s and 90s, I spent a vast majority of my allowance on Charles Band-produced films. Yep, yeah, Charles Band. Woo! Um, Puppet Master was hands down my favorite. I had a movie poster on my wall so and a giant standee in my bedroom. The chance to work with Len- uh, Lorenzo Zoller and Band all at once on this new take is a dream come true. I am fucking in! Why um, didn't they do a Kickstarter? I would have had 20 bucks to give them. That movie, it's that director... It's going to be fucked up. <laughs> okay. Obviously, you didn't see Puppet Master Sex, because that was fucked up. Change you didn't see Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> yeah. I saw Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> that was the porn version. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's let's talk about the elephant in the room, and then we'll take a break. And I'm that sorry is, I farted. No. Oh. It's, uh, <laughs> no. You're not in an elevator. <laughs> it's uh, Preacher? Preacher. Yeah. I got to watch it I'm still. I'm not going to be... Like, I'm not... 
going to go crazy. You, you, admit, I, I, you admit you are a hostile audience. Very. Okay. Oh, he texted that before I came unless over to watch it. Unless it's the Flash. If it's the Flash, he has no problems. All right. It's because the Flash is great. Yeah. Did, wait, did you guys talk about the Flash yet? Yeah, we did. Okay. In uh, Broken News last week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was good. We kind of got it figured yeah. out. No, it was out? good. Yeah, we yeah. kind of got it figured out. All yeah. right. It's time travel, bro. No, then I'm like, oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> hey, just disappeared, just All like right. Marty. So <laughs> I think everybody here liked Preacher. Uh, I the, didn't see the it first yet. episode. Oh, you haven't seen the premiere? Oh, yeah, I was waiting to read neither. the comic so I can make a comparison. Oh, okay. Because uh, I read the comic when it came out. And mm-hmm. I, I did not go back and read it again. In the 1990s. In the 90s. Yeah. Uh, had fond memories of it. Right. Um, That's when Vertigo was actually firing on all cylinders. Yeah. And, and we have all in this room only seen the 90-minute premiere. Was it 90? Yeah. 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 Admittedly, it your premiere episodes are usually tough. Mm-hmm. They're well, usually Any pilot's tricky. tough. Yeah. Like, think about a pilot that you actually loved, like, Start to finish, and the only one I can ever come up with is Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. that was a solid pilot. That was sure. that was well, and, and I could even say Better Call Saul in that. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, actually, no, I'll take that back. And the Lost. Battlestar Galactica. I was about to say Battlestar Galactica. Um, and Lost. You guys Lost seem to be really forgetting yeah. 1989's classic, The Days and Nights of Molly Dodd, starring uh, yeah, Blair Brown. I, I, I could never forget Shut that. Up, oh, and Fuller House. Yeah, <laughs> whatever, James. So, <laughs> so. I liked it. Okay. I liked what we saw. I mean, my memories of the comic are a little vague. I'll how be was, honest. How was Howard Stark? He was good. Yeah. Dude, he's a great actor. He's a phenomenal actor. I like him. I Dominic. Hear, uh, I, hear, I hear Tulip's amazing. I mean, when when we read when we read the comic before we pictured anybody playing it, right. We all kind of projected uh-huh. as to who who it might be playing that. Sometimes I went back and forth. Sometimes it was Kyle McLaughlin. Sometimes so. It was, so how's know. how's Cassidy? Cassidy, I Cassidy, think Cassidy, I will say, perfectly yeah. cast. Perfect. Yeah. Probably the best thing in the show. Yeah. yeah. Cassidy is and, terrific. And That's exactly... I, I always picture John Lydon. I, I, for but, me, it sure. was, it was Tim Roth. But yeah, Tim Roth. Uh, but uh, the guy uh, who's playing him is terrific. And yeah. did, they do, uh, did they do our space at all? Uh, yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he looks good. Yeah. Well, yeah. as good as our space can look. He's not... He's actually more attractive yeah. than oh. he was in the <laughs> they comic. They pretty him up a little. <laughs> they pretty him up a little. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. But... And he's subtitled. Uh, yes, which I am thankful for. Are the, nef- <laughs> are the, are the Nephilim in there? Do they have the angels? Uh, no. No mention of that shit at not all. Yet. Yeah. Well, it's, it's I think they're playing a long game. I get the feeling yeah. that they're... Well, I know I know the critics that, that saw the first four episodes said that the show does a really good job of making you think something else is going on and then and then throwing a what the fuck at you. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Whereas the comic is just what the fuck the entire time. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I quite enjoyed it, though. And and I'm all, I'm all in. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll stick around the entire season. I, I liked it. I, it to me, it felt like a pilot. Mm-hmm. So you know, but that, again, ninety five percent of shit I watched on pilot wise, you're like, yeah, it feels like a pilot, and then you decide whether or not and you want to keep going. Yeah, I want to keep going. I think we'll know more. I mean, and but by, by the time this episode's out, there's another episode. Um, I think there's two more actually. But no, because uh, remember, they for some reason they're, they're taking a fucking they, week they off. They skipped Memorial Weekend. That's right. Weekend. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that because I was like, if you want to get somebody into your show, don't take a week off. The, well, the, don't don't premiere it over some uh, Walking yeah. Dead reruns. Memorial Weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, but you're not. I'm not in. Not in. And I'm just like. So here. here. Can you feel it? <laughs> can you feel it? Now you've never read the comic. Uh, no, I actually read the first volume. Oh, you did. Okay. I liked it. You but didn't. It, read the I comic. can feel you're it. Right. It feels like the internet is coming back to life <laughs> over there. So, no, no like, I think so he's coming back. Vice actually gave me the comic, uh, and I can't remember what it was oh, called. Oh, that's he, right. Yeah, he gave it. Was, it was when my when I got robbed. Gone to Texas. <laughs> yeah. 
So, but I, I re- it was so long ago that I read it. I mean, we're talking like five years ago. Yeah, like, me too. I don't remember. It was a it. long time ago that I read it. So, and like I'll say, I'm in the minority. Like uh, I heard from the ex-wife, she read it right along with me, and she liked it. All the posts so, you I've know, seen. You know, she's got or... terrible judgment. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. She married you. Exactly. <laughs> well, I was Tony. I wasn't going to say that out loud. But, yeah. <laughs> he basically said. Well, no, it. she Come wanted on. to stay married too. So she's got she's something wrong with her. Terrible. Um, uh, no, I just. What, 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 what didn't I, you like about? Yeah, it, what's I guess? not like doing specific? It for okay, you. what? This is. I finally figured it out this week. Okay. Uh, the visual style isn't as no, crappy no. as the art. Oh, I love Steve Dillon's art. I will fucking break your teeth out of your head. <laughs> um, yeah, his, his mastery of perspective is stunning. Um, I just hated that he drew everybody looking the same. I had a hard time keeping yeah, the characters. Yeah, because you're like, how's Tulip supposed to be attractive with that much facial hair? I know. <laughs> This, this, t- this tulip in this show, boy, she is I like her. awesome. Yeah. She is fucking yeah. awesome. So here's my thing. Yeah. You got a great origin story. Mm-hmm. N- none of it was told. None well, of it. His origin story wasn't even told until like the eighth issue. Yeah. I but, yeah. Why do you have to tell it in the no, first episode? But I, so, I don't know. Here's the thing. And I think this is what I'm going to get this whole time watching the show. Okay. 90, well, I mean, not 90. I would say 70% of that story is unfilmable. <laughs> You cannot well, put it on TV. We'll see. We've, we've got. The, I'm saying they've introduced the meat plant already. Well, sure. <laughs> and they've cast that character. I, yeah, but here, <laughs> so you know what they're gonna have to do to pad it out? Just add in a bunch of bullshit I don't care about. Oh, mm. like maybe Herschel's farm. Yeah, Herschel's <laughs> farm. <laughs> well, that was not my favorite season of that show. Oh no! Right now. no I mean, I know it. Wasn't, I haven't seen a season since. I know it wasn't as good as Arrow. But I mean, like you know, it was pretty oh, I'm good. Not good. It's a different thing. It, I'm sorry. It's something that's like really close to my heart. I'm gonna. I'm not giving up. I'm gonna watch. Like, are you gonna stay through I, it? I'd like you, you, you to stay. Said, I'm gonna give it four more. You episodes. said four. Yeah. I'd like you to stay for the whole season. Well, if I don't like it, I'm not gonna. Here's 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 the hardest. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Life is too fucking short. I'm not gonna say. Right. As I'm as already I'm, fucking. Well, I'm wasting my time on fucking Arrow. I don't know what the fuck am I doing. As yeah. I am uh, slowly slogging my way through the comic for the first time. I'd, slogging? I'd to, no, I, I, it's a good, it's a joyful slog. But I, every Damn other, it. every other page, I want to shoot the artist in the face. So you, you didn't uh, read it? Originally. Never read it. Okay, so I'm reading right. it like this week, reading it for the first Wonderful. time. Okay, and, and this is what I have to say: I think 98 percent of it is filmable. Hmm. You know what's not filmable mm. on AMC? Fight, fight, fight. The swearing. Everything else they've handled, they've handled uh, the uh, the the sacrilege. Now, for somebody who grew up in, say, maybe a Catholic family, I could see a lot of it being like, ah, we can't touch that. <laughs> but the swearing, there's there's no, no. Nu- there is no nudity in the first fifteen issues. Okay. You're in the there's first there's bit. hardly it gets any sex. Really fucked in, up. Oh yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm sure it does, but I can see where a lot of it is actually. Nothing AMC hasn't done on Walking Dead, as oh, far as as far as gratuitous violence is concerned. As far as AMC, uh, AMC's gone pretty, I wouldn't say flat out. And front, they can also front, front nudity, but like you know, they can they also get pretty I'll, I'll tell you what, they they don't they don't have to worry about censorship. No. That's self imposed. They it, don't. They, yeah, there's that's no, true. If they bring in Hairstar walking around with his goddamn head that looks like a pecker, and they have <laughs> the, the 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 inbred fat retarded. Descendant of of Jesus shitting himself on there. I will walk in hat in hand to Seth Rogen and go. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what's going to be my, in the hat? My, you know, you, you mean, huh? you what's going to be in the hat? Um, my apologies. <laughs> so I, I like I said. I, well, I'm, I have I ever been like this with something? Well, 
Yes. No, yes. No, it's no. about everything. Like what? Tell me what. Mantis. Tell Condor me what Man. the fuck else. No. Mantis. Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. Briscoe County Jr. Captain America. Um, yeah. Captain the, origi- the original the original Captain America movie Punisher, from the 90s. Um, Daredevil. I Love Lucy. That one t-shirt that you love. No. Webster. Oh, now yeah. you're just piling on. Three's company. Uh, <laughs> that was a fucking honest question and what a about, fucking honest fucking statement. What about, what about your 10-hour tirade over Small Wonder? I mean... American Gladiators. Oh. Smallville. <laughs> oh, Smallville, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Hulk Hogan can't be the host. I gave that fucking chance. And then I said it fucking sucks and I stopped. All right, yeah. And we're just giving you a hard well, time. Well, like I, I said... I, wrestling... <laughs> <laughs> Roddy, would, Roddy Piper. <laughs> Stop hurting me. Ultimate Warrior. I, I would I would like you to stick through the whole season. Well, I'll, Just do, I'll do what I can. Mostly <laughs> for my entertainment. It's for the but, podcast. Come on. Take one know. for the team. Take two for the team. Take two for the team. <laughs> I, like I said, if, 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 if it doesn't... I'm not going to sit and watch something that's going to drive me fucking okay, crazy. Okay, that's fine. Like, okay, we so watched like, all I, those Puppet Master I, movies. <laughs> but those were fucking good. They, they were, were high. <laughs> and they were hilarious. Let's get high and watch Preacher. I'll, I'll sit and watch Arrow and just because I, I'm just stunned at how terrible it is. Terrible it is. Yeah. yeah. All right. You know, you know? Speaking of like cable channels not like having to adhere to FCC rules, and stuff, you know what I noticed who's using it the most? Mm. TBS. Yeah. Uh, I love watching Conan because he sits there and cusses his fucking ass off. And then uh, and I started... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Marathon in American Dad because oh, it switched, yeah. and they talk about like getting blowies and handies and like this is bullshit. No, it's, like, it's, and I'm like, this is good. <laughs> what? Cut the shit, Steve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very I funny. love it. Yeah, yep. it's like it's like pre Janet Jackson nipple slip America all over again. Love it. Love As it. it should have been from the beginning. Yes, but there you go. After these messages, we'll be right back. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Carrie. If you or a loved one has been injured in an accident or gotten into legal troubles, you could benefit greatly by consulting with an experienced attorney. Now, rather than dealing with the issue yourself, text or call attorney Ryan J. Bichelle at 801-893-0095. Ryan's available anytime to answer just about any legal question. He's also a big fan of Geek Show and willing to extend a significant Geek Show fan discount if he takes your case. So contact attorney Ryan J. Bichelle via text or call him at 801-893-0095. Did your recently out gay dad just graduate in film studies at the U? What a coincidence, you lucky dog. Uh, Get all of your dad's accomplishments gathered together in one big gift bag at Cabin Fever. Think about it. It's Pride Month, check one. Father's Day, check two. Middle of college graduation for most four years institutions, check three. Proud to be an American indeed. So what to put in the gift bag? Well, for starters, how about a small gay pride flag? Or how about those vintage pens available in both uh, men and women that when you turn them upside down, the swimsuits come off? Yeah, they have those. And because he's above all else your dad, Cabin Fever has a myriad of gifts for dad, including a stainless steel combo-locked Bond-like briefcase that when you open it, Perfectly molded black foam holds the ultimate six-pack of beer. And as for film studies, it's an easy one. Cabin Fever is host to an array of film reference coffee table books, including alternative movie posters, uh, Terminator and Alien Vault books, even Graphic Thrills, a complete movie poster guide to the early days of 70s adult cinema. Yeah, they have that too. Located in the heart of Charlie Square, the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Cabin Fever. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening in June at Dr. Volt's. Spiraling out of this summer's blockbuster hit movie, Captain America Civil War, we have Marvel Civil War 2 spilling over into every Marvel title. Which Marvel hero will shame themselves with actions befitting a dictator? And who will stay neutral? Find out. DC's Rebirth continues this month with new number one issues of your favorite titles. This is an ideal jumping on point for you new readers. 
And Brian Lee O'Malley, the creator of Scott Pilgrim, has a new comic coming out this month from Image, Snot Girl. Yes, Snot Girl follows a fashion blogger whose flawless online persona is a facade hiding a hot mess that the creator described as a mix of Sex in the City and American Psycho. Han Solo has a solo series starting this month. Set between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, Han is having trouble adjusting to his new role as a hero of the Rebellion and the responsibilities that come with that. Han is on a secret mission for the Rebellion, but has also entered the most infamous starship race in the galaxy. Can he win the race and complete his mission at the same time? Find out. Fans of The Goon rejoice. Eric Powell is back with Hillbilly. Hillbilly is a dark, irreverent tale set in Appalachia following a wandering vigilante armed with Satan's own cleaver and a gigantic talking bear named Lucille. Open seven days a week, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. We'll see you next Wednesday at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Broken news and welcome to it. Uh, I am your host. Oh, hi, it's me, Carrie. Uh, here's solo today. Yeah, uh, most of the guys couldn't make it. Jimmy is uh, currently, as we rec- as I record this, <laughs> uh, is uh, the last day of Phoenix Comic Con, and of course his wife Cat, uh, great artist, uh, has a booth set up there. And uh, he's so busy selling her prints, and she's making more prints, that he's so busy he can't uh, call in to uh, review Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Don't worry, though. He has texted me a review, and I'm going to read it to you at the end of the Broken News. All right? Okay. And uh, don't forget to stay till the end of the episode for uh, interviews with um, uh, Jimmy Interviews, Woody Harrelson, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Dave Franco and uh, Lizzie Kaplan from Now You See Me Too. Uh, so we'll have that for you coming up. All right, broken news. Here we go. Oh, I forgot. Text the word Geek Show, one word, Geek Show, to 33986. And uh, we'll remind you when a new episode has arrived. Mo- most likely every Monday you'll get a text if you need that kind of reminder. And we're also going to be making some announcements and maybe some contests and things like that through that text, along with our other social media. So do that. 33986. Geek Show. One word. Okay. Let's get to it. First of all, we got to uh, raise a glass to Muhammad Ali. I, I know this is a Geek Show and we cover uh, those kinds of topics, but this guy, easily the most famous man in the world, I think. He's got to be. I, I would think that if you took a picture of Muhammad Ali to anywhere on the planet and and showed it from, you know, a, a big city to, uh, you know, the bush somewhere, they would recognize Muhammad Ali. I mean, he had that kind of reach. And uh, uh, the thing that you've been seeing on social media a lot since he died is the uh, Superman versus Muhammad Ali comic book. And uh, it's a great little story. I suggest that you go to uh, io9, its a website, and they have uh, the story behind the whole Superman-Muhammad Ali team-up or versus, however you want to look at it. I like to think of it as uh, Batman v. Super... No. <laughs> Superman v. Muhammad Ali uh, team uh, versus... Uh, yeah, there's a whole breakdown about uh, you know how Neil Adams got involved and, and how they thought it would be a great idea, how uh, Muhammad Ali had had uh, you know one 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 catch 
in the story, he had to learn Superman's secret identity. <laughs> in the story, he had, you know, he already knew, but in the story, he had to find out. But it's a, it's a fascinating uh, rundown, and you should, that, so there's some uh, homework for you. Uh, it's on uh, io9 and it's uh, the story uh, or you could just google it from any site a lot of play a lot of places are putting those up this time around uh, but yes we raise a glass and I'm such an idiot it took me a whole 15 minutes to figure out everyone was tweeting and facebooking Muhammad Ali and in capital letters goat and it took me a whole 15 minutes to realize that meant greatest of all time I'm like what the fuck are you doing he was oh I okay all right so Muhammad Ali Mm, okay. Thank you. All right, let's get to the broken news here. Uh, first of all, uh, I occasionally get things right, and it, it and I keep telling you guys, and no one believes me, Marvel listens to this podcast. <laughs> well, they must have, because they've, they've, they're talking to my pick to play Captain Marvel. Now, granted, I've thrown maybe eight of them out there on these shows, but... Uh, they are currently uh, talking to Brie Larson. Uh, so we have an Oscar winner playing a Marvel superhero. Yeah, she won for The uh, Room, is what it's called. Great movie. Oh, just depressing as hell. Uh, but uh, there you go. So they're talking to her. It's not final yet. Um, and the movie doesn't have a director yet either. Uh, but it does have a script, and this is interesting, a script by uh, Nicole Perlman, who co-wrote uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And Meg LeFave, I'm guessing is how you say it, co-wrote Inside Out for Pixar. So that's very cool. So they, they have the script, they're talking to Brie, and apparently they're looking at two different female directors. Um, uh, Marvel is currently looking at Nikki Caro, who did Whale Rider, uh, McFarlane USA, and also Jennifer Kent, who did a movie that I just, is so goddamn scary, The Babadook as possible directors for Captain Marvel. So uh, there we go. Uh, that's interesting. Okay, so they're lo looking at those two. And again, this is, this, none of this is, you know, contracts have not been signed or anything like that. All right. I uh, got a lot of stories here about the Star Wars standalone, uh, the Rogue movie, uh, Rogue One, reshoots. Everybody wants to talk about it. I was at a party this weekend, and that's what people were talking about. Oh, this movie's doomed. Did you hear? They're reshooting... You know, half of the movie. And I'm like, no, no. Again, I had to do like I always do. I had to jump in the middle of a bunch of panicky geeks and go calm the fuck down at this party. Uh, so uh, here's, here's what happened. Uh, they are, uh, uh, they, they, they've got the film pretty much done. And also remember, reshoots happen all the time in these big blockbusters. It's just factored into the budget and the time anymore. And I think Marvel was one of the pioneers of doing that. I could be wrong. But, uh, I mean, every, and, and they realize, and James Gunn even said, this is not a big deal. He says, there have been many times that I wish, when I worked on a movie, that we had the budget and time to do reshoots. Because you get into the editing room with all the footage, and you're going, now we need this. That doesn't work. That's what a reshoot is for, and so if you plan on them, you go. Now, the reshoots, as far as this goes, there's a, <laughs> there's a percentage that's being thrown out there that's just bullshit. 40% of the movie, that's bullshit, okay? Just because it's so many weeks doesn't mean it's that many percents, you know? Okay, so just, just again, calm the fuck down. Uh, the, uh, and only two people have, only two Disney execs have really seen it. So, 
Again, a lot of this is, is overblown. But here's what I do know. Here are some facts. I hate to bother you with facts. It seems to me that they're going to be uh, bringing in, uh, they, they just want to punch up a little bit of dialogue, and they want to add more stunts or make the stunts better because they have uh, got renowned stunt coordinator uh, Simon Crane has been uh, tapped to uh, assist with the reshoots. Uh, Crane is, uh, he, he's, he's done a lot of, he's done, well, Edge of Tomorrow, first of all, that Tom Cruise, Cruise movie that you, you don't remember the name, but you knew it kicked ass. Uh, he did the stunts for that. Uh, he worked on World War Z stunts. Uh, in addition to uh, him, uh, Tony Gilroy is a screenwriter who has uh, come in to help uh, you know, punch up some, some of the dialogue. A lot of this is like cockpits and green screens, and then they're going to shoot some stunts. So it, it's not doomed. Calm down. Wait for the movie to get into the theaters before you shit on it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins has joined Transformers 5. So if he ever complains about being in a comic book movie, tell him to shove it. All right, there we go. I don't want to hear him bitching about Odin ever again. All right, you're doing Transformers 4, you asshole. And I'd say that to Hannibal Lecter. Uh, let's see, uh, I told you about this earlier, but it is now official. I, well, I told you about this some time ago. And I think what it was is AMC wanted to get a look at Preacher and they wanted to see how it did, and so far it seems to be succeeding. And so uh, AMC said, what was that other comic book you guys were talking about? We're doing good here. Uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. The Boys is now going to be an AMC series. So uh, that's very, very cool. Um, not everyone has read that. Okay, so let me tell you what uh, The Boys is about. It's also Garth Ennis. Uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's got some uh, stuff that even you know preacher wouldn't do. It's it's <laughs> it's about a group of government-funded black ops bruisers who blackmail and beat down superheroes gone bad. And as it turns out, most of your superheroes have gone bad. With uh, members of the universe's uh, Justice League analog, uh, analog recklessly killing innocents and performing sexually deviant acts in their Earliest appearances. So yeah, these are the these are the guys who take down bad superheroes, and uh, this is how they pitched it. They said six simple words: "Sick of superheroes because we are." So there you go. You're getting the boys series, and those those comics are still available. Uh, I don't I don't I mean I don't know if it's currently in print. I don't think it is, but I'm sure the collections are available. Call David Doctor Volts. I'm sure he'll help you out. And a couple of things here. Uh, headline I saw all over the fan sites this weekend and again you can't trust these things did james gunn just hint at this avenger showing up in guardians of the galaxy 2 well the short answer is no it was just a picture of james gunn holding up uh you know thor's hammer you know and yeah they are shooting guardians of the galaxy right now but no it was just a fun photo with him saying getting ready to hang a painting Calm the fuck down. Even he has said on his Facebook, calm the fuck down. All right. And then finally, I um, uh, read a stack of comics uh, this week. And if you're not reading, I know you've heard me go on about this comic, but I'm telling you right now, uh, The Vision, his new comic. And people have asked me, can I jump right in? No. No, you have to start from the beginning. I'm not kidding. Uh, you know, get it on your Comixology app or something. Uh, go down and talk to Dave. He'll, he'll get it for you. All right. Live tweeting, texting, whatever. 
from the floor of Phoenix Comic-Con. Here we go. Because uh, we were going back and forth about him being able to call in, but then he just got, they just got hit at the booth, so he can't. Uh, but here is his review of the latest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, which is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Apocalypse. I, honestly, I can't remember the name. Hang on, we'll get to the episode, uh, we'll continue this episode, Contraband Cupcake, uh, coming up in just a moment. Here's what he said. Okay. Uh, he says, is, by no means is it perfect, but it's a huge step in the right direction for the franchise. Oh. They focus more on what made the cartoon so much fun. Uh, Shredder is kind of benched for Bebop and Rocksteady. Oh, Okay. Uh, Krang is over the top, but he is in the cartoon as well. Krang. Uh, Mikey isn't trying to fuck April the whole time. <laughs> and the action is fun. I says, well, okay, how many stars? And he says, I swing back and forth from two and a half to three, but let's say two and a half. All right, so there you go. Uh, that is uh, his, I'm sure he'll give us a more complete review uh, when he's in uh, the basement next time with me. All right, so let's get back to the episode Contraband Cupcake. Uh, stay tuned because uh, Jimmy will review uh, X-Men Apocalypse and uh, Alice Through the Looking Glass. And uh, we talk about Star Wars Battlefront coming up, it looks like. And uh, Marvel TV versus the Movieverse. Okay, all that and more, plus those interviews that I told you about at the end of the episode. Thank you so much for uh, being patient with me. And uh, just solo broken news here. And again, Muhammad Ali. All right. Mm. All right, back to the episode. Please to enjoy. At Fresh Eatery, we're on a mission. We want to change the world of food. If you can't pronounce the ingredients in your meal, you probably shouldn't eat it. At Fresh, you don't need a PhD in chemistry to know what you're eating. Tasty sandwiches and wraps, wholesome soups, salads, and daily specials to power you up and keep you going strong. And if that's not enough, we've got a full-service coffee bar and decadent treats from Cakewalk Baking Company. Students get a 10% discount with their ID. We're open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. at 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201. You can call ahead for takeout at 801-906-8277 or get delivery nearly anywhere in the Salt Lake Valley through TooLazyForFood.com. Fresh Eatery, saving the world, one bite at a time. Hi, this is Carrie. If you or a loved one has been injured in an accident or gotten into legal troubles, you could benefit greatly by consulting with an experienced attorney. Now, rather than dealing with the issue yourself, text or call attorney Ryan J. Bichelle at 801-893-0095. Ryan's available anytime to answer just about any legal question. He's also a big fan of Geek Show and willing to extend a significant Geek Show fan discount if he takes your case. So contact attorney Ryan J. Bichelle via text or call him at 801-893-0095. Hey everybody, this is Jimmy Martin for the Geek Show Podcast and my wife Kat Martin has a special offer just for you. Are you tired of dusting your Legos? Yep. Polishing your Funko Pops? Oh, yeah. And just cleaning your house in general? Yep. Well, give Cat's Cleaning a call at 801-403-7342 today. With 17 years' experience, Cat, that's me, has carefully selected my employees and trained them in all of my ridiculously OCD ways. Check out Cat's Cleaning SLC on Yelp and Facebook, Cat is with a K, to read our five-star reviews and visit catscleaningslc.com for more info. We've even been featured on local news and actually cleaned for local celebrities, including the one and only Carrie Jackson. Oh, thank you. Mention Geek Show for a 10% discount. That's 801-403-7342. Or go to catscleaningslc.com. Cat with a K. Oh, yeah. 
Welcome back. Woohoo! Yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, we'll start with uh, this. Uh, what is that? You know what that is? This is a uh, Invaders. Oh, Peter. Oh. It looks like a comic book. Yeah. Peter Pan the Vampire. Uh, yeah. Uh, this what is, happened to uh, Peter? Is that a letter written on Invader Zim stationery? That's a, no, this is his. Uh, that's his logo. His production house. Oh, R- Rentnarb okay. Studios. <laughs> Rentnarb Studios. I'm far away. I couldn't yep. see it. Uh, this is. Uh, hey, I'm a big fan of your shows. Uh, I enjoy. Uh, I've been a fan of Geek Show since its uh, radio days. Wow. When uh, you and your friends would take over here and there. Uh, I work every Saturday, Sunday, and Monday at a Wally World distribution center in northern Utah ah. where personal listening devices are prohibited. Oh. I mean, I'm an idiot, and when he said Wally World, I immediately thought he worked at an amusement park. <laughs> <laughs> Movie uh, wavelength. Yeah, my drive to and from every Monday is just long enough that I get the first half of the show and finish the second half on the way home. Uh, it's just not a good Monday for me if something prevents me from downloading the show before I leave for work. I'm uh, happy to report that I am not that kind of geek and always will be the nine-year-old Good to enjoy movies, comics, music, or, or whatever. Uh, life can really suck if you let stupid things keep you from enjoying anything. Uh, your and the boys' outlooks motivate me to make comics of my own. Nice. He says, I've, the mantra, do what you love, is I'd like to know that, uh, what you think of my comic. and I'm going to give this to, to Lee because he's the artist of the bunch. Uh, I'd like to have him read that. He says, uh, you can uh, <laughs> tell us what you think, uh, but he says that uh, it's it's the motivation from the from the show that keeps him going. Nice. Did he write, nice. write and draw the comic? Yes. Cool. Nice. Yes. Uh, so it's uh, Gary Brentner. So yeah. thank you, Gary. All right. Which is Brentner backwards. Thank you very much. Okay, where do we go here? The, I found this very interesting. This is, because uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wrapped up. I still oh, need to watch the last episode. Last yeah. good, good go ahead, go for it. Good finale. Oh, yeah. You haven't watched it? This doesn't I haven't ruin watched anything. it either. No. Yeah. I, I, it's it's been a few weeks. That I'm, I'm the douchebag that didn't catch up. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm one episode behind as well. I, I, I hear some Kree showed up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I saw that. And yeah. and much like The Flash, it's almost like a complete reset has oh. been pressed oh. at the end. I'll, I'll tell you that. I hear Steve Rogers is a Hydra now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not, not from Hydra. He's a Hydra. He's oh, a seven-headed dragon. How dare they? Well, this was uh, our little Chloe Bennett, Daisy. Do you know she fits sideways in a bathtub? Really? Really? Yo, go look at her at her Twitter uh, account. She's got to be maybe two foot four. It's amazing how they shoot that because she she's she's sideways in I'm the bathtub. I'm gonna look at her twatter. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> she doesn't have one of those. Huh? She's a robot. Well, she was at uh, Wizard World Des Moines a few weeks ago. Yeah. Q and A Q&A session. Yeah. And she uh, was asked about why Avengers, you know, like. Natasha Romanoff and Steve Rogers aren't showing up as part of the show's escalating conflict with Hive. <laughs> try try orchestrating a TV and a and a and a movie shooting schedule. Well, you would think that well, would yeah. that would be the answer that she gave, right? She kind of went off script. <laughs> oh, did she? Oh, did Faggy show up halfway through it? And I wouldn't <laughs> stuff her in a bag. <laughs> sniper dots started showing you know, up on her chest. They always <laughs> joke about the Marvel snipers. I think in this case, if there was one, it yeah. would have done something. Well, here's what she, she was, said. She was. She's been. Uh, she's been very vocal for about four months now. Yeah. About. Here's what she yeah. said. Because I don't know, people who make movies for Marvel, why don't you acknowledge what happens on our show? Why don't you guys ask them that? Because they don't seem to care. Oh. Oh, he wasn't kidding about her being sideways in a bathtub. <laughs> She's just tiny. Well, how big is his bath? Oh. I, I imagine it's two feet wide. Uh. <laughs> now, that was that was pretty harsh, but then uh, 
Flat, when flatly asked by a fan if she'd like to appear in the Marvel movie universe. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What what kind of an answer do you think no, you're going to get? No, those movies are dumb. And I stupid. hate those. Uh, she said she'd love to, but she says that Daisy Johnson uh, might as well not exist. Here's what she said. What? The Marvel Cinematic Universe loves to pretend that everything is connected, but then they don't acknowledge our show at all. Or Daredevil. Or, so so yeah. I would love to do that, but they don't seem too keen on that idea. But technically, didn't in the second season of uh, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D., it was all about the helicarrier. Well, and that was, that was the, the red herring the entire time, is that Coulson was hiding a helicarrier. And that was in the film. But only... Right, but you wouldn't know that in the film. Yeah. In the film, the only way that you would know is if you're watching Agents of well, S.H.I.E.L.D. And that's go, her the point. One, the yeah. one yeah. thing they need to do is fucking finally let the Avengers know that Coulson's still alive. Well, and even, that's the first, that's even, the first step. Even leading up to Winter Soldier, all of the events of Winter Soldier were telegraphed in yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. There are the four or five episodes leading up to the movie where they showed Hydra getting ready to take over and you start seeing all of those clues. Yeah. And then the whole last part of the first season was the, the fallout and the repercussions from it. I think your biggest issue, though, is that you know, to be quite honest, a lot of people do not watch Shield. Yeah, but a lot more people are going to these movies, and yeah, so yep. you start getting involved, they're going to go, huh? I think the smartest thing they could do for Infinity War is have just a huge fight scene, a la Joss Whedon in the first Avengers movie, mm-hmm. where you see this 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 what four or five minute fight scene that goes through all the different Avengers. Do something over in New York where every single Marvel character who's appeared so far has a moment. So. I don't know if the Russos can pull that off. Oh, you know, they, can, <laughs> they can't. But, I mean, Wait, but, but have, have your scene where they're fighting whatever it is that Thanos unleashes on New York or yeah. whatever the city is, and have the camera follow around this, the fight, mm-hmm. and then have a rooftop battle that they fly over for a second where Daredevil and Luke Cage and, and, and Iron Fist Jessica and Jones. Jessica Jones are down there fighting for just a second. Let yeah. the, shield, the shield plane fly by and zoom in on that. Do that for a moment to give everybody their due to show the connectivity. Yeah. A little bit of payoff. But is, I mean... But what she's talking about, I think she wants a little bit more connectivity than her just like punching somebody for three seconds and the I camera think, keep moving. You know? I think like, she would. I think she would like Cap to show up on Agents of Shield, or she would like the 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 New Warriors or the Secret Warriors to show up uh, in one of the movies for a second. Yeah, mm-hmm. or the or even crossover on the Netflix. Shows. I was just gonna say it. Yeah, I think that's maybe your first baby step is to put them. Yeah. in Yeah, why Netflix? wouldn't Coulson come to investigate the weird things that are going on in in Hell's Kitchen? Yeah, you know. When they show up to see what some weirdo was doing in in Utah, I figure they go to. Don't you want to see Frank Castle and Coulson just have it out? <laughs> no, because uh, Coulson would get killed <laughs> <laughs> again. Yeah, I was like, it's been done before. <laughs> uh, one one thing though that we do know, because uh, uh, Christopher Marcus, a screenwriter, uh, says that we'll probably mm-hmm. see the Guardians of the Galaxy in Infinity War at some mm-hmm. point. You'd have to, I think. I think the Infinity War is like the homecoming. Because as... as Everybody's going to Well, be. he puts it simply. He says, uh, you know who owns the gauntlet, right? You know who's in another movie whose kids are in that movie? You do the math. <laughs> right. So yeah. that, that's him saying, yeah, we're, we're going to have a movie. Did, yep. you, did you guys talk about, maybe you did in Broken News last week, but uh, how they described the next door movie? Uh, a buddy movie? <laughs> a fucking buddy road trip movie yeah. <laughs> with Banner and that Night Storm. I think that's great. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Midnight Run. <laughs> so you're gonna not only super. see Hulk Hulk out, but you're gonna see him bigger and badder than you've ever seen him. Yeah. <laughs> he just in his spaceship all big, like <laughs> Hulk is Charles. Gordon. <laughs> I would, I would, I would love to uh, really, really like a a Thor movie. I would, I would enjoy that. You did you not always like the second enjoy one the Thor much? movies as we're leaving? 
The first one I loved. Uh, the oh, second so one was. Eh, I like loved this. it when we were leaving. I know. No, 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 no. That you were so smitten with see, it. Here's you the know, thing, though, we've we've talked about this. Like, what's the best Marvel movie? And obviously, you're gonna like one more than the other. Or watch more. One's more watch rewatchable kind of mm-hmm. thing. But the Thor movies are probably the least ones I've watched. Them. I think you they're know? the most like. I still enjoyed them, but I just have no desire to watch them again. You know. Well, yeah, I like okay. Schindler's they're List. On, I'm not gonna watch cable, it again. I'll watch them. My my wife, my wife who who watches Civil or uh, Winter Soldier about once every two months. Yeah. She loves that movie. That's her favorite. Um, she'll go back and watch the Thor movies probably once a year, but yeah. um, they're not bad. It's no, just, I'm not. They're just they're, not. they're endlessly entertaining, but they're yeah. fantasy movies. And if you're a sci-fi guy, you're going to watch the other movies. These yeah. are fantasy movies. They're it's like yeah. watching Lord yeah. of the Rings. Well, so. that's that, and that's my thing. Is that right. the, 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 I was never a fantasy guy that much. Right. But we were so thrilled with with the Dark World because of the the flying the flying longboats and the sci-fi elements oh, like they made. Well, and any we, anytime I can see Loki. Yeah. Well, that's what I was just about to say. Uh, that I mean, it ended with like, holy shit, like Loki is yeah. in charge. And we still yeah. haven't even addressed that yet. You yeah. Know? So, oh, and speaking of Loki, did you guys talk about Tom Hilston being Bond? Well, uh, dubious sources. I believe it when that. I see it. Ooh. Yeah, dubious sources on that. He'd be good, though. I think he's too short. I, I mean, by the time this, lips are for. By the time <laughs> this, kidding. by the time this episode comes out, we'll probably know. Oh, no, yeah. it's Idris Elba. But uh, it's oh to god, I would love it. I would yep. love it if it was Idris Elba. Yep. Oh yeah, that would be yep. awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then there was the Gillian Anderson campaign. Oh, the Jane Bond thing. <laughs> you know the one thing about that, we're like, why can't we have a female James Bond? I'm like, we don't even have a fucking female superhero who's yep. fe- like, let's. Take baby steps because you know you're jumping the gun. I would say if you're gonna do if you're gonna do Jane Bond, as stupid as that sound, uh, that's that's a Jamie stupid Bond. sounding name. Jamie. If you were going to do a female Bond, yeah, then do her literally as Ian Fleming wrote Bond, a womanizing, hard drinking asshole, <laughs> as played by a woman. Sure. It would be fantastic just sure. to see that, that. Just to see I'm, that side of it. I'm not against. I just people are like, let's have a female Bond. I'm like, how about we just have a Wonder Woman movie first, or Captain <laughs> Marvel, or yeah. like just something yeah. you know, that's an easy setup. Completely. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. Netflix, Netflix already steps. showed us that a woman can headline a sure show. So. Yeah, uh, and speaking of that, uh, Kristen Ritter. Uh, says that the Netflix crossover show and the second season of Jessica Jones will shoot back to back. So nice. so tired. Right. Defenders and Jessica <laughs> Jones will shoot back to back. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Jimmy. Hi. Yeah. We're a little late, but uh, Sorry. do you want to review uh, X Men? Sure. Has um, anyone else seen it? Uh, no. I'm I a, saw it. You did. did. Yeah. I'm going to go see it tomorrow. Okay. I bought tickets in the middle of the night for some reason last night. <laughs> I hate Cyclops or I'd go. <laughs> you know what? I do hate Cyclops. Yeah. So I and too. I liked him in the movie, actually. Yeah. Here's the thing. Um, a lot of people are comparing it to Civil War because Mistake. it's two Marvel movies it's in one not, month. That's right. That's not the one. That's not the movie I want to compare it to. Here's what I'll compare it to. What? The Days of Future Past. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what because it should be compared to. That was a good one. Yeah. It was. And... So here's the thing, everybody. Brian Singer did X One and X Two, then came back and kind of helped revitalize the franchise with Days of Future Past, and everybody's really excited. Mm-hmm. But the the and the whole story is, if you don't know it, Apocalypse was the first mutant and basically gets buried under a pyramid for thousands of years. Wakes up in the eighties, uh, resurrected, and and the whole story is that he's like, why the fuck are the humans running everything? Yep. And then he goes, I'm gonna kill them all, you know, and that's kind of it. And then. Obviously, X Men got to save the day, and that's it's mm-hmm. a simplistic story. It's not very I think, complicated. I think that's kind of why people are hating on it, because I'm, the story is a lot simpler than Days of Future Past. I'm I'm not. Here's the thing: I'm not hating on it, and I'm not for, either. For that I liked it a lot. I liked it, but it's time for Brian Singer to go. Eh. It is. It, this movie hits every same beat as Days of Future it Past. Does. It does. When You're your right. best when your best scene again is Quicksilver fucking with people like you know in slow motion and whatnot, and it's funny as shit. And I was laughing that's, my that's ass in, off. That's indulging in a filmmaking fetish that. Doesn't need to happen twice. Yeah, but, but it's a great, it's a great gag, great scene. But you don't need to go back to the well twice 
in back to back. That's the problem with it. And, and the whole film feels very similar to Days of Future Past. So it's not that I hated it because I was enjoying it, but there's no progression as a franchise. Mm. No, not really. It, I don't they, think so at all. There, 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 is, there, is, an, there is an Easter egg. Yeah, I guess. There is an Easter egg to a, a pretty prominent villain that could, especially with uh, Cyclops being in the show now. Yeah, at the mm-hmm. at the very end after yeah. the credits. If Which really funny, because I, I read I had, about it, but it, when they showed it to us, it wasn't there. Oh, yeah. see, yeah, that's I, what I've read about it. I didn't know it was uh-huh. there until yeah. I saw the movie, and then I waited and saw it, and I was like, I didn't even get the reference at first. I had oh. to look it up. But yeah, once Essex, looked, Essex being yeah. Mr. Sinister. Now, here's the other thing I have a problem with, though. Don't make your villain almighty powerful where basically in the beginning he's like poof dead poof dead yeah. like he just points at him and then when it gets into a fight you're like why aren't you just pointing your fingers and going yeah. poof dead well, that's, you know? the, that's, that the, that's the Thanos dark side um, yeah, apocalypse sure. dilemma is when you have these all powerful villains that usually were created uh, usually by, by by Kirby or Ditko yeah <laughs> they're, they're, how, how do you fight them which, yeah. is, which is why I think it's great that we haven't seen how powerful Thanos is in the right. movies anyway, right in the movies I, I hope they don't do what they did with Apocalypse because no. the, the whole fight at the end I was like why is this even happening why, like, is it, why didn't you just keep, poof them into non-existence <laughs> I keep wondering like in Infinity War like Thanos is just gonna fucking murder like five of our favorite superheroes and we'll just be like Oh. Well, well, if they do it what right, did you do? if they do it right, that's <laughs> how Infinity War yeah. One ends. I was going to yeah, say everybody's yeah. dead. I, I actually and Thanos is ruling the world. Had a conversation with some friends about this just yesterday. Oh, it'd be two weeks ago now. But uh, in the first Infinity Wars, the only reason Thanos loses is because he gets betrayed from within. Yeah, right. it's nothing to do with the heroes winning. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, you know, you know, and, you know and that's the only way someone that powerful can lose. Yeah. You go out on an Empire Strikes Back moment, everybody's dead. Thanos is ruling the world, and the beginning of the second Infinity World movie, uh, War movie, is Kang the Conqueror showing up two hours before the battle started that to give cool. them all a little heads no, up. Well, they, we have to walk out of part one of Infinity War going like this. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> the filmmakers have said these two movies are very different movies, and yeah. they're and they're thinking about not doing Infinity War one and Infinity War two. They're not not calling Call, them calling that. them something yeah. else. One's because, in Japanese, and the other yeah. one's a silent. It's called film. the Road to Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, so uh, I'm at like three back, stars. Three stars. Yeah. It? I mean, I like. I would it. agree. You know, it. It just. I, I'm. I just want Brian. And then the fact that Brian Singer's like, we're gonna do another one. It's gonna be in the '90s. I'm like, great. Like, right. give it to somebody uh, else. A cu- couple of things about this movie. Uh, first of all. Um, Apparently, Jubilee does not use her powers. She doesn't do shit no, in that movie. No, not in the entire movie. They, they, they she, made such she, a big deal. All she does is talk. They're like, they're like her costume and everything's just like, and you're like, do anything. Uh, right. Does she have her pink shorts on and everything? Yeah. Uh-huh. She's complete in costume, but uh, Brian Singer uh, says uh, that, that there will be deleted scenes in the home release. Oh, is it going to be the Jubilee edition as opposed <laughs> to the road <laughs> yeah. cut? He says, uh, we have a moment where Jubilee uses her powers. You'll see on the DVD. It's I just, wanted more Jubilee, but ran out of time. It hmm. just looks stupid as fuck, so we cut it. Yeah. Yeah, or it was going to be. My powers is I'm sparkling. Uh, you want to review uh, Alice through the Looking Glass real fast? Yeah, we can do that. Uh, it like it says on TV, it's better than the original. Uh, here's the thing: That's with t- your with most quoted quote. I've, it's twice, <laughs> twice <laughs> in two and a half years. <laughs> I'm yeah, allowed Olaf, to say the Olaf, same thing twice. Olaf Get says, some new material, Jimmy. Olaf says Eat a you've bag got of a third. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Eat a bag of shit, Jimmy Martin. Uh, no, it's it's a lot of people forget that the first one actually made over a billion dollars. It was huge. So it was you're gonna get a sequel, and I'll just review it fast. Uh, anything movie that has time travel in it, you're probably already gonna warm my heart over. It. I don't give a shit if you're time cop or you know, like whatever. But uh, basically, the story is that Alice has to find out why the Mad Hatter is dying uh, because he believes his family's still alive, and uh, what do you call it? They, and she has to go back in time to find out if they are or whatnot, it, and then find out why the Queen of Hearts is kind of a bitch. So uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. 
Tim Burton's felt like he was making Lord of the Rings and just kind of went off track, more focused on the technology. James Bobbin more focuses on, keeps the, the imagery there, but also focuses more on like the quirkiness of Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. So I liked it. Is it perfect? No. But <laughs> by no means is it. This it's, one wasn't directed by Tim Burton? No. Nope. It's oh, James did not, Bobbin who did, did like... I um, know that. His fingerprints um, are all over it, but... Burton oh, yeah. Well, he's, yeah, he produced it. Yeah. But Bobbin did like the, the recent Muppet movies, mm-hmm. and so that's where you get the humor from it. He also worked with Sasha Baron Cohen a lot with like the... Uh, what do you call it? Ali G and stuff like that. Explains all the poop humor. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it's tons of poop humor. Um, no, but Sasha Baron Cohen's in it. He's, uh, he plays a good character as time. And, uh, and S- held Sasha, about- Sasha Baron Cohen, just before you go on, I just sure. wanted, I'm sorry to derail you. No, no. But he is so good when he's in other people's movies. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah when that's he, so true. Sweeney Todd, Ricky Bobby. He, when he's given an um, acting job, he's great. What was that movie about the, the kid that was mechanical that he was in? Yeah. Take uh, away, Hugo? Yeah. Take away his oh, yeah. I forgot he was in Hugo. He yeah. was good in that. He was also we, in Le Miserable as one of yeah. the gypsy grifters. We yep. need to take away his filmmaking privileges and just <laughs> let him be in movies. Well, no, when you say filmmaking, are you talking about like his characters? Because uh, I would say Borat was funny as shit. Borat was, yeah. yeah but I didn't like Bruno, and I'm not a huge fan of Ali G. Uh, I loved Ali G when it was on HBO. Really? Uh, the series, yeah. yeah. I didn't ever like that character, though. Borat, I did. Borat was always was my so favorite. Stupid. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Is he still doing but the Freddie I, Mercury thing? No, that's what I was going to say. I, no. I keep wanting to see that. And it's, yeah. No, the, the members of Queen removed him. Oh. What? Because he wanted to tell an interesting story. Oh. And the members mm. of Queen wanted a, a love story. They to, wanted a, a whitewash. A, a whitewash, a praiseworthy yeah. film about Ugh. Freddie. And, and Sasha Bergkohn says, no, I want to make a movie about the man. Yeah. Flaws and all. Not, you know. He didn't so. have any flaws. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyway. so so he was good. Hell Bottom Carter is great at playing a bitchy queen. Um, so I enjoyed it. I'm, I, again, it's kind of like Apocalypse. I'm, I keep two between two and a half and three, and, mm-hmm. and I'm in a good mood today, so I'll say three. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> All right. uh, any other uh, movies you need to review? Uh, I don't think I've seen anything else. The sixth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, I haven't seen it. We, we'll hit on the comicsology thing. Do you guys want to cover that this week or next week? Uh, can we do it next week? Let's do it next week. Uh, I, I do want to give a strong recommendation for the, this is going to sound crazy, uh, the season pass for Battlefront. Oh, I, oh, have, really? a story, I, I have a story about I, Battlefront I, I told you about that because, uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I've been avoiding it. I bought the Outer World expansion for, for that, and I'm like, okay, well, this will save me 10 bucks overall if I just get the season pass. Mm-hmm. Spawning in the middle of a fight as Greedo is just about the most delightful thing in the world for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because I love Greedo. He is my favorite. He is my Star Wars. He is he is my you know, my he's my jam. I love Greedo. <laughs> and he dies like a punk every time. Every he just time. he just collapses <laughs> like a sack of millet. Uh, but what's great is I didn't get I didn't get into Battlefront as early as you did, Jimmy. I waited until Gamefly had it on sale for twelve bucks. Well, fuck me. No, 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 not, not by any means. So it's it's new and fresh for me. But man, playing playing Greedo, well, is wonderful. I have this story here. Yeah. About if you thought that Battlefront was insubstantial when it was released, yeah. You know who else agrees with you? The makers of Battlefront. The yeah. makers of Battlefront. Yeah. This this story came out. They said that we were we were so busy with the Force Awakens. Yep. Mm. It just you know we were spread too thin. Yep. And uh, he says we got criticized for that lack of single player campaign, which was what we were yeah. bitching about. Uh, that was a conscious decision we had to make it because uh, just wasn't enough time. Wasn't enough time between the Force Awakens stuff that we were doing and this. So buy it as uh, as I well seriously. Gamefly right now mm. has a lot of the games that came out around Christmas time mm-hmm. on on super clearance because like fifteen they, they, bucks or less. I got it. I got the game for fifteen bucks, and they're so fast with shipping that I had it. I ordered it last Friday. I got it Monday. Yeah. 
and I bought the DLC immediately, and we've just mm-hmm. been having a blast with it. How much is the season pass thing? Uh, season pass is 50. fifty bucks. You can buy individual chapters for fifteen. But okay. the Jabba's Palace stuff is fantastic. Okay. It's so much fun. I might have to do it. Uh, especially with me, stuff. I've memorized all the maps. I so, mean, like it, from the blueprint books. E- e- even though, <laughs> even though people bitched about it, we were all caught up in a Star Wars frenzy. Mm-hmm. It sold 14 million copies. Yeah. Oh yeah. sure. So, it was, uh, but uh, from the critical perspective, it was it well, was. No, I have the, to come the, from the, it. The from first couple weeks I played it, it was fucking amazing. I, I also had, but then it became like it just the same got, game over sure. and over. Exactly. I have to approach it from somebody who played the original two Battlefront games. Um, you might say it's sparse. I'm going to disagree because the first two Battlefront games maybe four maps, right? Yeah. This this game has four planets. There's probably five or six well, maps for each planet. When it released, it was sparse. Yeah, they've added I think well, three or four free maps right. since then. And, then, and you've got the DLC now that you. can And when you're right. playing the Starfighter game and you're and you're flying over Hoth and Slave One shows up, it is so funny because you watch all these dogfights going on. All these people are chasing Tie Fighters with their X wings. Mm-hmm. The second Slave One showed up, it was like every single X wing forgot they were Tie Fighters and just. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he says that uh, they're going to release a sequel uh-huh. to the game, and it will be you know. It'll play to the single player guys um, like, uh, yep, like it'll, it'll Bes- have a campaign. Bespin, and Bespin yeah. Lando, and Dengar are coming up next in the DLC pack. I hope and you're I'm right. on board. Oh, I know that's happening next. All right, at ads on Bespin. I've man. got Blu-rays, <laughs> uh, Blu-rays, and all that, and, and uh, uh, games. Yeah, and uh, then I've got a, f- a final message here about uh, how you can help somebody. Cool. Uh, let's see, Zootopia's out, which actually was fantastic. Oh, I, I want to see it. I just got it yesterday. If you guys oh. want to borrow Here's it, thing. I was talking to a friend of mine. Who, who says you know as big as this movie because it did very well yeah and it was it was well received and and all that was shocked at the um, lack of amount of presence in Disneyland hmm. from I, from the characters or the products or uh, anything it says you you couldn't really find any Zootopia anywhere. I've never I haven't heard any of the the, the employees of the Sev talk about it either. Really, it was, was kind of high concept, actually. Right. I mean, like the previews were only that, like the funny sloths as oh, a DMV thing, right. which so, was hysterical. So, like, you had to pay attention to it. Oh, yeah, because oh, it has oh, a really oh, there. There you go. Yeah, no, but it's got a really good message in there. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, oh, no, it's the 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 good dinosaur, same thing, yeah. completely buried. It was it was beautiful. It was a fun mm-hmm. movie to watch. It wasn't as great as all the other Pixar, but. Still yeah. really good. Well, it can't, the, the problem with the good dinosaurs that came out the same year as Inside Out, yeah. you weren't going to yeah. outshine that thing. Kind of hard to follow <laughs> that one. Uh, so, yeah, that one's out. So, yeah, it's really good. I actually, when it came in the mail, I was like, I'm genuinely excited to watch this again. So, Well, I will borrow your copy then sure. and, and cry by myself. <laughs> There's none. <laughs> really? I don't think so. I don't I think, might, I don't think you'll I cry over tonight? this one. Sure. <laughs> it's just Talk to us public racism. I'll get in touch with Olaf. I'll get in touch with Olaf. Olaf will get you. No, it'll, it'll be actually a big good dinosaur I need to borrow and cry. You can borrow that too. All right. Uh, I, I still haven't seen it. You know, it's kind of sad yeah, when you remember uh, that Michael Bay can actually make a really good action movie when it's not fucking Transformers related. Because mm-hmm. uh, 13 Hours was actually really good. Because it's a two hour nonstop firefight. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's actually really good. And I was like surprised by it. Because I was like, oh, shit, it's Michael Bay. So that's out now. Yeah, that's out now. Uh, you're going to like this one. A lot of people are. Uh, Rick and Morty, the complete second season yeah! on Blu ray. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Come here! Ugh. God damn it, I love yes! that show. Funny I want someone. To, I want someone to take that yeah 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 exchange and turn it into like a a, a, a backbeat for a hip hop song or a, or a you know a, a, a notification a for your ringtone or, <laughs> or when you get a text when you get a text <laughs> yeah 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 so that's out um, God that's got so many great episodes uh, in it too season God. two is even better than the first yeah. season it what's was the name so of the good. video game which video game where where you where collect all the Mortys. No, no 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 the the game they played at the at the virtual reality oh uh, and, uh, and, and, and 
Morty screwed up and oh, let him be remember. let him go back to the carpet company. Is it, and is it Dave or Ron? Something or like that. It's, it's just a <laughs> yeah. generic first and then, male first name. And then Rick's planning. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go without a social security number. Ha ha. <laughs> oh, he's going off the grid. He just tore up his social security card. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, the director's cut is now on Blu-ray. The oh. director's Ooh. cut. Nicholas Meyer's greatest movie. Uh, well, I wonder what changes there were. Well, I guess I'll have to find out. I know Lee recommended this a uh, couple episodes ago, but if you want to see uh, the acting abilities of our new young Han Solo, uh, watch the Coen Brothers Hail Caesar, because it's actually really good. <laughs> I never saw that either. It's I got good. that one too if you want to borrow it. Okay. Right. Um, Yes, the guy that plays Han Solo is fantastic, but the movie is stolen by Channing Tatum. He is. Yeah. Really? <laughs> well, actually, the, I like, liked the guy that played Young, that'll play I young think Han Solo. He I think was Young great. Han Solo stole it. He, yeah. he stole the movie because he kept doing shit. That you're like, oh, he's really doing lasso tricks. That's crazy. Yeah. But but the scene Channing with Channing great. Tatum and his dog. But what's funny is that, that when was funny. the trailers, I've said this a thousand times this year, I don't know what it is about... Uh, marketing and trailers because it looks like it's George Clooney's movie. He's it's hardly not. It. No. It's, it's Josh yeah. Brolin. So. Although he's got some great scenes. Oh, the whole <laughs> movie's great. And the submarine's yeah. fantastic. You got, too. you got Clooney. You put him in your trailer. Yeah, right? oh, of course. <laughs> oh, you put Clooney. Yeah, Clooney in his toga dealing with the with the socialists. Uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, the complete series, is now on Blu-ray. Man. All of them. Huh? Yep, all of them. Wow. Oh. Uh, they got a lot of things. Uh, Roots, the complete original series, is on Blu-ray. From the set, from the eight, the old one, seventies, seventies, yeah. yeah. With oh. Lamar, Lavar Burton, right? And Lauren Green. That's <laughs> right. I just like saying Lauren Green. Uh, Anomalisa is out. If you guys know, that's that nonstop or nonstop um, stop motion animated movie. That's oh, it's yeah, like adult yeah, related. Yeah. Like apparently you see some <laughs> graphic shit in it. And I was like, I can't imagine like having to be there like on set like every day like. And then he puts his head in her crotch, and this is going to take four America. hours. America, <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, I've heard I've heard actually mixed things about it. And that might be Jarhead Three is coming out. Oh well, Jarhead Three. I never saw one and two. Really? Mm-mm. Every time mm-hmm. I hear the title Jarhead, I think it's some sort of horror movie. But this That's... guy with a jar for a head. Exactly. <laughs> I just think of preserves is and mason <laughs> jars. Is that not what it's hey, about. Hey Tony, I've got some preserves from the 1980s. I'm willing to sell you. I'll take it. Video games, please. <laughs> okay, we got uh, Hearts of Iron Four on the PC. I didn't even hear the first three. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, there's a car racing game coming out for PS4 and Xbox One called Assetto Corsa. There's uh, just gonna move along past that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guilty Gear. I don't know how to say this because it's XRD. Like third, but with an X. I think that's turd. Uh, well, guilty if Gear it's Chinese, turd. the X is pronounced as a sh. Shard? Shard. Shard. Guilty Gear Shard. Revelator, that's for PS4 and PS3 if you like uh, 2D fighting games. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, if you like motocross, you got Mot- MXGP2. Only on if they have machine guns on the handlebars. No, sorry. Okay. Just regular motorcycles. Aww. Boring. <laughs> uh, Odin Sphere Lefthrazier. Lefthrazier? Huh? Now you're just making shit up. Nope, it's real. (laughs) Uh, PS4, PS3, and Vita. Can you believe they're still making games for the PS3 sometimes? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Look at that. How many PS3s they sold? A lot. Like a dozen. And uh, an actually uh, important game also that looks really good is the new Mirror's Edge game for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, Did any of you guys play the first Mirror's Edge? A little bit. It was a good game. Yeah. Uh, Really unique. you couldn't really shoot in the game. It was all about uh, movement, parkour, and hand-to-hand combat against uh, uh oppressive regime of technologically advanced 
guards. I imagine, oh, it sounds exhausting. I imagine all of these good. games will be on sale soon because no one's doing anything but playing Overwatch. Yeah. Mm. Yep. <laughs> but uh, that comes out this week. I'm kind of excited for that one. It looks good. But speaking of Overwatch, mm. what a great game. It's pretty tasty. What a fun multiplayer game. Hmm. That's all I'm seeing anyone talk about. And I can't play it. Why? I, I have a really odd condition called simulator sickness. First person shooter, oh, first person shooters yeah. will actually make me vomit after yeah. about six How minutes. How come you have all the weird conditions? I'm, it's not like I have celiac <laughs> or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're not playing Overwatch, you should give that a shot on uh, Can Xbox. I talk to the manager? Xbox One, Please PS4, do. or PC. Yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot. I've been like I've been a bachelor for the past week, so I just get, find random shit to You'd do. Love yeah. Overwatch. See, I, I probably would, but yeah. what I've been playing, like, and it sounds really stupid, is I've been playing all those uh, escape the whatever, like, you know, where you, it's like just point and click, and like, it's like, look under the, the dresser, and you find oh, a key, and like, all adventure. adventure. So it, it's like, yeah. escape the bathroom, escape the library, yeah. escape like that. I've been playing like 30 of them. Like escape that. the okay. bathroom? you never so, seen those games? I, I play that every morning. <laughs> <laughs> so you should pick up Overwatch yeah. and remember what real games are like. Yeah, I know. They're just point uh, and click pieces of shit. <laughs> Uh, he's, really, he's, he's so funny when his wife's out of town. <laughs> <laughs> really, really quickly here, we're just a, a reminder about the uh, uh, Salvaludo uh, fundraiser. It's oh, yeah. happening uh, this weekend, June 11th, at Dragon's Keep in Provo, Utah. Uh, so contact them about uh, helping uh, helping Sal out. We told you about it the past three weeks. Sal, of course, famous uh, comic book artist. He's probably drawn something that is close to your heart. More I'm than sure likely. he has. Cap. He drew my heart. Black Panther, Silver Surfer, Justice League, Phantom. Oh, night! Um, one million things. He's yeah, he's, he has drawn something that you have seen. And uh, and he, you've probably bought one of his comics. Yes, and uh, he's got some medical bills uh, following surgery for cancer, so contact uh, the folks at Dragon's Keep. Our friend Chad Harden will be there. A whole bunch of artists are going to be there, so uh, get a hold of them. 260 North University Avenue uh, in Provo, Utah, from 10 to 4 on June 11th. All right. Yeah. Take care take of the front runner. Take the front runner down. And speaking of artists, uh, to all of our Denver listeners, uh, Kat and I will be at your Denver Comic Con. So will uh, I. Next, next week. I think it's the 17th-ish. But yeah. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll be there. It's going to be fun. All I'm right. excited. You coming too? I'm coming. I don't know how much time I'll be at the con. Might be spending some quality time in Denver. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> if you know what I mean. It's, it is Colorado. <laughs> I'm hungry. Got to be. some tacos. <laughs> Oh, uh, Jay found some good fish tacos. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah, uh, but there's he, also, a, he also found a whole There's this other place I really like there. Okay, there's a lot of places I, I, I love Denver. I've never really hung out in Denver, so excited. We need to go to um, what's it called the, the the video the video game place? It's the only place I play video games. No, where you can drink and stuff. Chuck E. Cheese. No, <laughs> it's like you know the, back in the day that would have been right. <laughs> it's like the adult Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, David Buster. Dave and Buster's. Buster's. Oh, they have a Dave and Buster's. Yeah. Oh fuck, we're I've going to Dave and Buster's. Two hundred dollars, like over two hundred dollars, trying to get tickets to buy like giant Muppets and shit. You need know, to buy that shit online for like nothing. It's not. It's a fucking challenge, <laughs> sir. That's, after fifteen hours of skee ball, you really want. And one of my favorite strip clubs is there too. It's called Shotgun Willies. Oh, there you go. We'll have to go there too. I have to go there and poke my head in and make sure they're not playing the Ghostbusters thing. What are you going to poke your head in? <laughs> the door to make sure. Listen, and they go. Oh, okay. Because one time I was there and they were making the poor lady dance to the goddamn you don't Ghostbusters do that to thing. The Ghostbusters thing. And I, no. and I, and I, I walked up and said, "Hey, guy. So you know your job, right? You're supposed to play songs that we you. can imagine maybe boning this girl too. No. Nobody's <laughs> fucking do the." Uh, Ghostbusters theme and I gave him 20 bucks you're a Never hypocrite cause that's like our fun game when we ever went to trails we start we gave more money to the DJ to play goofy ass songs yeah but <laughs> not the Ghostbusters theme I think we did Ghostbusters <laughs> the only person that wants to fuck to the Ghostbusters theme is uh, Ray Parker Jr <laughs> that's, like, that's gonna get, he gets a royalty from yeah. it <laughs> 
And you know who does the fucking to the Ghostbusters theme too? Ray Parker Jr. is Huey Lewis. That's right. <laughs> Fucked that poor guy. Did he? Right. I want a new drug. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Know Didn't you know that every One time the Ghostbusters theme is played, Huey Lewis gets money? Why? What? How? Huey Lewis sued Ray Parker. Yeah, for stealing the song. For I, I want a new drug. I want a new drug. Think about when it. When it won't make me sick. They're the same beat. Oh, dun, man. Dun. Huey dun, sued dun, him dun, successfully. Dun, dun, dun. Huey fucked Ray Parker Jr. to the Ghostbusters thing. Well, oh, I'd say wow. I would counter with Ray Parker fucked up. And that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just got caught. Yeah. <laughs> and then Vanilla Ice said, wow, I wish I could find a beat I could make. No, because Vanilla Ice, he got away with it because he goes, no, mine's different. It would hit dun 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 people didn't hear under pressure until that song came out. All right. Uh, anything before? We, I think we need to close this up, Mr. No, I, I got to get out of the ham took a shit in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for staying till the end of the episode, because this is where we stick the big celebrities. Yes, you have to slog through us to get to the big names. I'm sorry. And uh, Jimmy Martin <laughs> brings you all of the big names. And uh, he, where was this in Hollywood? Is this no? This was New York City, New York, good old New York. For now, you see me too, which is the movie where people are like, "Now you see me." Why do I know that? What was that movie about? And I'm like, "Remember that magician movie where it's kind of like a heist, like Ocean's Eleven?" They're like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah." And then 95 percent of them go, "They're making a sequel." And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> it made money, so you're gonna you're gonna get yourself a sequel." I mean, the first one was was fine. It was good. I actually in my hotel room. Uh, Two hours before the screening, I rewatched it because they sent a, a Blu-ray of it, and oh. I think it's because it's like because I watched it. Go, yeah, I don't remember really any of this. You know, it's kind of like it was. It's not. It's, it's a bad movie. It's got a good cast, great it's, cast, you know. but it was just kind of forgettable. Yeah, you know. But it, but I watched it again. I'm like, yeah, okay, let's watch it. But it's and, a it's a heist movie. But the movie does start out with, and we'll we'll do the review next week. But uh, it, it the, the the movie starts out with pre, essentially. Previously, on now you see, now you see me. Like that. That's helpful because like, <laughs> everybody's like, I don't remember any of this, you know. So anyway, but yeah, it was. But it's got a great cast, absolutely. Uh, and this one, uh, Dave Franco returned. Uh, is it Isla Fisher? I think is her name. Is- she, Isla, 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 whatever. Yeah. She was in the first one, but she actually was pregnant uh, for this one, so she didn't. Re- she couldn't return to her role. So they added a new ca- uh, female character by Lizzie Kaplan, played by Lizzie Kaplan. She's she is Lizzie Kaplan, yeah. and she is pleasant. Oh, it's Lizzie Kaplan. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's let's go to uh, uh, Jimmy Martin with uh, Dave Franco and Lizzie Kaplan. Boom! Pleasure to meet both of you. Uh, first of all, happy birthday month to both of you. Oh yeah. Look When's at that. your birthday? When's your birthday? June twelfth. June thirtieth. Interesting. Boom. <laughs> Good research. Uh, there you go. Uh, so for you, how was it coming in on this project as the new girl with uh, basically a boy fest is what I would say. Yeah, coming into a situation where everybody knows each other yeah. can be daunting. Yep. But this was one of those special scenarios that everything kind of fell into place really early on, and we all have a, kind of a similar sense of humor, sure. and uh, it was just. Really ridiculously fun. More fun than it should have been. In your opinion, what makes a great ma- ma- magician? <sighs> what makes a great magician? Um, Coat. A long duster. <laughs> That's all you need. Is that uh, it? <laughs> no, no. Um, let's see. Obviously, a lot of these guys have been doing it since they were very young. And you gotta you gotta just really put in the work and just hone your skills. And these guys, like, they, they work on certain tricks for literally for years. Mm. And... Then on top of that, you just need a good, you, like this is an obvious statement, but you need a good stage presence because I feel like, especially today, people don't want to see like the generic magician up there with the top hat and doing the old school magic stuff. It's like you got to have like something different. And something... Like a leather jacket. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but still a wily mustache. Absolutely. Yeah. If you were to give up acting today and take on being a professional magician, 
what would your stage name be? That's a great question. Sassafras. Sassafras? Sassafras. That's a good Vegas name. Sassafras. Sassafran. Sassafran and Sassafras. Perfect. They're not related, and their acts have nothing to do with each other. We're really rivals. Yeah. Oh. Sassafras! Who in this world would you like to saw in half? Ooh. That's dark. Who wouldn't uh, <laughs> Let's see. Essentially, who do you hate? Um, I would like to saw in half the, the person at the hotel that I called for breakfast this morning who said, we don't have avocados. Mm, mm. Saw them right that's, in half. Mm, that's mm, rough. Mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, Death talk sentence. about like, talk about a rough morning, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I even made it out here. That's I'm just angry about that now. Yeah. Can't think about anything else. You can uh, do the, the you can quarter it. I'll quarter that person. I mean, no avocado. <laughs> New York City. Uh, it's one of my favorite questions to ask, and I actually got to ask your wonderful fiance this question. Uh, what is your go-to karaoke song? I have a bad one. It's just a, it's not a fun one. Um, actually, I have a good one. I have a good one, and that, the the bad one I was gonna say is Wonderwall, just because like everyone knows Wonderwall. <laughs> Always but then the a good crowd one, pleaser. Okay, exactly. The good one, Jay Z, Can I Get a? But they don't have it at a lot of karaoke spots. Ooh. Yeah. So you got freestyle it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my solo uh, karaoke song is usually Different Drum by The Stone Ponies. Oh. Linda Ronstadt, uh -huh. old school. You'd be surprised, you probably know all the lyrics. And then for a duet, I never mind uh, an Islands in the Stream duet. That's a good one too. Yeah. Awesome. Pleasure meeting both of you guys. <laughs> Thank you so nice much. Thank you, man. Yeah. All right, there you have it. Cool. Now, yeah. this, this, was, this, this was a goofy junket, I'm going to say this right now. All the questions I decided to come up with were very goofy. I was going to say, this, this next couple you got, though. Oh, yeah. These are... You've got the Hulk and... Uh, oh, what was his character's name from a zombie land? He was Kentucky or... Some was southern. He, Kentucky? See, he, I was, was, he was a southern. I was saying, what's his name in Cheers? Yeah. Wasn't it just Woody? Oh, he was Woody in Cheers. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> Woody Harrelson. But he was the guy in Zombieland for me, who you know wiped his tears with money. And <laughs> is that the, is that the first movie you go to with him? No, actually, I go to Natural Born Killers. But oh, I, see. I didn't even think of that one. I That's a good the, one. I do that one in the People versus Larry Flint, where he Damn was it. brilliant. I go to White Men Can't Jump. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> People versus Larry Flint, he was brilliant. Oh, he was movie. amazing in that and, movie. And it has a great message, too, believe it or not, kids. It's about censorship. It All right. is. It's history. <laughs> go back and watch. Uh, but this is for uh, Now You See Me Too. Yep. And uh, Mark Mark Ruffalo was in the first one. Right? I think you, yeah. Well, they both were. They both were. Yeah, okay. they both were in the first one. Forgettable that first one. And it, I think you asked me when I was out in New York if if uh, Woody Woody was high. Just want to know if he smelled like weed. If he, he did not. I see. He must be wearing some good cologne because his eyes were bloodshot as hell. Ah. So I think Woody was dabbling a little. No, some, he's, some. he must have one of those expensive vaporizers that. Uh, <laughs> Makes it so that you don't smell so much like weed anymore. What's the best part about that room is that when you have two pairings of, of actors like that, when they start, if you ask them one question, they just start going off on each other, mm -hmm. you know they're just having a good time. Because mm -hmm. it's like, you know, whether you want to be here or not, like, I'm going to uh, have a good time with a friend. And that's what you should. When, yeah. you, when you do those junkets, don't be a dick about it. Just no. Just go and have a good time. There you have it. Well, here you go. This is Woody Harrelson and Mark Ruffalo. It's a pleasure meeting both of you. Uh, Thank you. If you were both to give up acting... Right today, and you started becoming a pro professional magician, what would be your stage name? Tracy Bellevue. Oh, I like that. That's a good one. Yeah. Is that your... You know that whole that thing? Is that your porn name? Yeah. Mine is... Mine Seymour 24th. <laughs> <laughs> would it be the number? 24th Street. 
course. Seymour <laughs> <laughs> 24. That's got a nice one. That's actually good. Seymour 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> Get rid of it. It's way better. Get, <laughs> if ditch them. That'd be the first thing they'd tell you. Yeah. If, uh, if you could saw uh, a person in half in this world, who would it be? Saw them in half? Huh. Who would you saw in half? I don't know. I don't want to saw anyone. <laughs> that would be really gnarly. Yeah, that seems like a gory. It doesn't take thing. a long time, I think. You'd yeah, just be there for a long, long time. But the person would be screaming and stuff like that, yeah, too. That just, they gotta be making then, noises. Then, they're you know, not gonna be quiet. They're not gonna be quiet while they're being sawed in half. Yeah. If, uh, if you had the ability to hypnotize somebody or anyone, what would you do? What wouldn't you do is really the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, you go as far as you can go. go. Anything, yeah, anything goes. You put them in traffic naked. Or <laughs> yeah, just... yeah. Is that the first thing that comes to mind? Put them in traffic naked? <laughs> that was, yeah, apparently. I mean, <laughs> the first thing that came to mind. Like, put them out in the middle of the street. Yeah. You know, like 45th and Broadway. <laughs> just, just totally mess with them. Naked. <laughs> yeah. In your opinion, what makes a great magician? Honest trustability. <laughs> I think uh, someone who can pull off their tricks that helps. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good start. Right. right. So I just apologize all the time. Sorry, this just didn't go right. Oh God, <laughs> that that'd be actually a funny oh, bit. No, no, there <laughs> is a guy who used to do that. English guy. <laughs> and he, and he just kept blowing, blowing it. And kept blowing it. And, uh, <laughs> and then occasionally you stumble on then, doing no, one. No, sometimes he does great. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, on set uh, with you and your co-stars, who was the best or slash worst at doing card tricks? Yeah, the best would be you and well, Dave. Dave, Dave was Dave Franco's great. pretty great. Yeah. yeah, I'm probably the worst. I, I had the least amount of practice doing it. Well, that wasn't really your, you know, that wasn't Schick. your thing. No, right? no, don't even think. You're about right. That. You're I right. Think, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. And my last question, I, I've actually asked you this question before, and your answer was "Blister in the Sun." What is your go-to karaoke song, and is that still your answer? I'd have to say yes. Some <laughs> things never change. <laughs> Blister in the Sun. That's a good one. It's pretty good, right? Uh, I would go with, uh, Taxman's taking all my dough. What's that one? That's, uh, Taxman. <laughs> Taxman, that's a Beatles. <laughs> no, what is that song? La, it, it sunny is a Afternoon. Sunny, sunny afternoon. afternoon, the Kinks. Perfect. I was going to think, I Pleasure thought Touch Me would be a good one for you. <laughs> touch Me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boom. All right. Thank you very much. There you Thanks have for it. staying till the end of the episode. And uh, thank you, Jimmy, for being all, you know, famous and knowing these people. And, oh, I don't know. And bring... I mean, I know, I know of them and, <laughs> and they've seen me. Oh, you're that uh, fellow. You're that guy who keeps asking me about karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you very much. See you next week.